We're going, we don't need roads. Hey, 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 welcome to Off Topic with Two Drunk Guys. I'm Jason McDonald and I don't have the other drunk guy with me today. Sean is on assignment in Brisbane as we speak, but I do have a very, very special guest with us and that is uh, Richard Thomas. How are you, mates? I am exceptional, thank you, my friend. That's good. It's uh, great to finally have you on the show. I've been talking, you know, thinking about it for a long time, but uh, so Richard and I go back a, a long way and, you know, he's a great mate of mine, probably in my top five mates of uh, all time. <laughs> Mate, come on, brother. That's a bit harsh, I think. Some of the critics would say top one, right, for sure. Well, maybe top three, you know. Come on, man. I know not many people listen to this, but I know Sean will be listening. You're treading very carefully. You're so PC. Yeah. So um, just to give everyone a little bit of a history, uh, obviously Sean has a home entertainment background. I, I, I still work in the home entertainment um, industry, uh, you know, related to movies. And so tell us a little, bit, a little bit about what you do. You obviously come from the banking sector. Right. No, no, I put little uh, those orange cones out on the road, so you know I have to be very accurate. I sit in the back of the truck, and then every five minutes I have to get every five minutes. So I go one, and then they have to drive at thirty kilometres an hour exactly, so I can get it in the right spot on the road. And they have to be straight line. Like it's a lot more challenging than what one would think. But uh, yeah, and no, how so. many miles <laughs> do you get paid per mile? Or uh, yeah, actually I do. Yeah. You do. <laughs> so sometimes I wish they'd drive a bit faster, but I just can't cars. keep up. Cars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. So as you're you're spot on. Yeah. So it's uh, business analyst, I guess, in finance industry. So I don't have a whole lot to do with movies. So I'll be pretty quiet, and I'll just be drinking tonight. Oh, sorry, uh, sorry, buddy. Uh, <laughs> I set you up for that. You did. I know you did. <laughs> sorry, and man. you should have waited a bit longer. It would have had a better impact. <laughs> I'd heard. I'd heard enough. <laughs> As soon as it you literally went bores me business to analyst, business I, was like, I was out. I was See you by. I was tapping. I'm, out. Yeah. I'm Quick, tapping. Get me out of here. Hey, guess what? Mm. It's um. So no, honestly, I'm. I, no, mate, loving it, and yeah. I'm looking forward to it. We're gonna have a great night. So uh, yeah, I can't wait. Nothing to, better uh, than sitting there that. and you know shooting the breeze. Well, that's it. And, and the thing is, when Richard, Dick, and I catch up and just have beers or whatever, or go out, to, you know, whatever we're doing, watch a movie. We actually watch a lot of movies together, and. Most of our conversation is actually around, you know, movies and TV and, and that. So you, you do love the... <laughs> uh, all right, one or one. Yeah. <laughs> um, Only because you can't talk about anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, I, I uh, actually nailed a nail into a, a wall today. I know, You'd right? You'd be very proud of me. Uh, well, we'll talk about <laughs> how impressed I am with your skills, I guess, in the week that was. But uh, Now, yeah. listen, um, this is episode 10. Tonight, Congratulations, this is actually man, episode ten. Yeah, yeah, so I'm kind of excited by that. Double decimal. Yeah, yeah. So we, um, I think we have about uh, twenty odd episodes out there because we do the movie reviews as well. Ah, this right is yeah. officially episode ten, and um, Sean can't be with us. Maybe we'll uh, give him a call a bit later on. What do you think? Well, if he was in your top five, he probably would have been here, but he doesn't care enough, right? <laughs> hey, he made it to nine episodes, but then he yeah, tapped exactly. out, Yeah, right? exactly. He tapped out. Yeah, he well, doesn't have he... no staying power. <laughs> normally, he kind of drives, so I'm driving tonight. Yeah, right. and yeah. 
Yeah, so it's going to be Instant like a... Instant dropping quality, no doubt. Is that what we're saying? 100%. And I expect... It'll be more about the drinking yeah, than that. Yeah, I expect a crash in about uh, five minutes, a yeah. car crash. Speaking of which, cheers, man. Yeah, cheers, One of our rules here really on Two good, Drunk Guys is going to have a beer. Good to see you again, brother. Yeah. Uh, very good. Now, just a couple of follow-ups from last week. We had... Um, uh, obviously, if you guys do listen to the podcast, please go on to iTunes and, and rate, uh, review, and subscribe. It would be wonderful. It just helps our, uh, our, um, yeah, our profile, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Um, I was actually going to say the word optimization. guess I should do that at some point. Say optimization? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Too many syllables. Yeah, can you, can you actually give us a five-star rating? I will. Rating? I will. I'll give you a five-star rating. Actually, you don't rating. have to give us five-star Maybe just after tonight. Us, yeah. <laughs> Because you're the first Sean's time. Sean's looking for a job. The first time you'll listen to us is when you're on, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. no. have you actually listened to an episode? No, but my whole family's lined up ready to listen to this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nice. Now, uh, I don't know if you remember, if you were listening to last week's episode, we come up with um, Rain Man Rock. If uh, we were just banging on about something, I can't mm-hmm. remember. And we thought it'd be a great idea. It was late in the night, right? right, it was, right we had right. a few beers. Yeah. We thought it'd be a great idea to come up with a song uh, after Rain Man, the right. movie. It's called Rain Man Rock. It just kind of worked, right? Very repetitive. Beat to 100%. <laughs> yeah, 52 beats per minute. And, yeah, so uh, Sean was actually meant to turn up to this episode with a rendition of his right. Rain Man Rock. Right, right, right. But he's not here. Mm. So um, I wonder how he's going with that. Anyway, we might dial in during the week and see what's going on there. And hopefully when he comes back from his assignment, he will um, have, it have, yeah, have it sorted. Yeah, have it sorted. Yeah. Anyway, so we're going to move right into the week that was. So what did you get up to this ah, week? Oh, mate, let me tell you. Oh, no, I'm I had a very, a very exciting week this week. So uh, the project I'm on, which is a multi-million dollar project, got deferred. And <laughs> so I basically lost my job. Oh, uh, really? So thanks for the, thanks for the, uh, you know, support, <laughs> the support that always comes forth from my best friend. You haven't, best friend? So you haven't, haven't told me it. this and you're telling me this live on air. Yeah. Because I wanted to get a reaction, an honest reaction out of you and see if you could get emotional on, <laughs> on air. But clearly you're just smiling and laughing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm laugh crying, all right? Um, yeah, so, the, you know. So I'm you gonna finish sound, up tomorrow? Gonna, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm out of a job. Uh, and then, look, I had mum's birthday on Sunday, which was wonderful. We were at Yarramalong and we went for a wonderful nice. lunch. Uh, and you'd, you'd remember Yarramalong yeah, from course, our Duralong uh, visits and days. But um, So hang on, why were you up at Yarramalong? Because well, they used to just, have a property up yeah, there. Yeah, that's it? right. Yeah, So it was really just as uh, Keith and Liz are uh, family friends up there that we thought would be oh, nice. Okay. But, and, so and they're just, still up yeah, there. Yeah, a bit of a, I guess, a reminiscence, you know, from for mum. Um because she loved it up there. Yeah, yeah. So. It was beautiful. Yeah, and it was a great little, they'd sort of just redone the restaurant, the only one restaurant that's up there. So, <laughs> yeah, we thought we'd give it a bash. And it was nice. But, you know, mum's sort of looking at me going, why can't you sit down? And uh, uh, <laughs> so I'm just a bit uncomfortable. She goes, why, what's going on? I said, I think I've got a bit, of, I don't want to talk about bodily functions. No, we can your, do that. We can first, talk about My anything. first podcast, yeah. but I'm going to, right? Your first story <laughs> is what? Tell me. So... I'm standing there and mum goes, uh, why don't you sit down? I said, I, I'm just really uncomfortable. She goes, well, I haven't pooed for two, days, two weeks, right? And she's going, how long? I said, like over two weeks. And, was it uh, really two weeks? Yeah, man, it was, like 14, it was full on. And I thought days. I just kept ignoring it. It never happened to me before. Well, you, right? told, me, you told me about day four or five, I think you said, you know, I haven't had a shit for 19th of November, right? <laughs> And I didn't. I wasn't concerned at day four or five. Oh, you'll be yeah. right. But it continued, and I started yeah. taking you know laxatives and that sort of stuff. And uh, so, uh, Mum says, "Get yourself 
to the hospital immediately. So Sunday night, I go down there and I'm thinking, oh, great. So I go up and, and just as I get in up to the triage nurse window, uh, 52 people pile into the triage nurse area, right? <laughs> With emergency. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Going off. So, so I'm trying to keep it on the download saying, listen, I've got a bit of a backup here and uh, you know, a, bit, a bit painful, a bit sore. Yeah, exactly. And everyone's like... <gasps> Turning and having a look, but uh, <laughs> she goes, yeah, go sit down and, and I'll bring you in. So she, it was pretty funny, actually. I eventually got called after a couple of hours waiting and she says, right, let me have a listen to your stomach. So she listens to my stomach <laughs> and she goes, oh, that's not doing what it should be, is it? And I'm saying, nah. And she goes, well, prepare yourself. And she starts tapping her forehead. She goes, I can see an enema in your future. <laughs> So That's I'm going, great. Yeah, I figured, what a great way to break it to exactly, you. Yeah, yeah. So she goes, go outside, prepare yourself and, and just and relax. Try and a, relax. I here's said, a oh, bottle of Turbo yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Unpucker your sphincter and you'll be fine. <laughs> so, mate, so I ended up having, yeah, the, my, my, so I lost my job, had, had my first enema ever and... Uh, You've which, had a great week. Yeah, it's been a fantastic <laughs> week, matey. Uh, and then... Um, but the the one good side is obviously I've been working on that the, my built-in wardrobes mm. at home for. A, a I long saw a time photo and, of that. Uh, it looks amazing. Yeah, so having that that sort of stuff finished was was very satisfying. So, so ah. did you actually um, the intermerger? <laughs> <laughs> I want I want to out of all that like losing my job. Finishing fucking a great Tell completed built-in wardrobe. Let's go back and revisit the enema. Yeah. So were you? Uh, were you <laughs> talk, talk to me about that. <laughs> So my brother, I'm texting my brother because he's he's sort of just wait, waiting up, I guess, to see if he's there. I'm saying, oh yeah, I'm get, I'm getting the big E, and he like says, with oh, as or? a joke, he says, oh, hopefully it's some cute little nurse that will be giving it to you because it's just embarrassing, right? Yeah, right. You know, and uh, well, for me because it first time, but I was trying not to be embarrassed about it. But, uh, what was your uh, position? Were you well, legs up? Well, I'll tell you. Or? So then the cutest little nurse comes up and she goes, I'm coming. Of I go, awesome. Did. And she goes, yeah, yeah. So uh, I said, be gentle. And she was, yeah. No, she didn't give a shit, actually. I think she's done about 50 that day. So yeah, exactly. by the time that came around, it Shit was, being the uh, operative. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So well, I did. That, that's a week. But the funny thing was, right, so, yeah, like they gave you, so you have that, and then uh, they also gave the super laxatives as well, right? And I'm in this room, and she said, "There's also a, a loo out just around the corner." How so far? everything's finished. And I'm just sort of a bit exhausted by it all, right? And then um, the laxatives are still. You look like in. you've lost weight, actually. <laughs> I lost about ten pound that night, <laughs> and uh, the laxatives are still kicking in, and uh, so. It was an emergency. I ran outside, you know, and there wasn't any hospital gown around. I just had literally had my T-shirt on. Right. And then just ran around to the toilet <laughs> thinking I was in an enclosed hallway, yeah, at yeah, least yeah, something yeah. private. <laughs> and I'm coming back out of the loo triage. and, well, I'm looking straight in at where everyone's waiting for the <laughs> emergency. Like family and yeah, friends. Yeah, my family and... and friends are all looking there going, oh. yeah, nice one. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Sorry about that. Oh, it was pretty funny. But, oh, uh, yeah, so I was an experience, mate. So it's been a been a great week. So Fantastic. you feel better now, though, right? I, I do. Yeah, okay. I do. So, but we're in an enclosed area at the moment. <laughs> Just letting you know that. Yeah. Uh, Hot yeah. box. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Cool. Anything else? 
No, mate, no, that's no, your turn to Turk, right? <laughs> Why don't you I, uh, a... I, had a, I had a few of my Christmas parties. I kind of working for, you know, two companies. Sure. Yeah, yeah, so I had two Christmas parties, which were really good, mm-hmm. um, and nothing too exciting there. I had lunch for one and went out uh, to a cocktail bar for another. Uh, and the, the dress-up theme was um, Jumanji. So oh. everyone was wearing kind of jungle, right, yeah. Jumanji-style yeah. uh, And what did you do? Uh, nothing. <laughs> I know, really? right? I know. And that's Mr. Mr. I dress up and right. put in the effort. I know. Really? I've just, yeah, What's going I've just on with that? Didn't get to it. You okay. know, just been um, pushed and pushed the product. Are you a bit demoralised? Are you a bit demoralised? Yeah, I think I am a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> also went to uh, the Pitch Perfect three premiere with Sean. We went in the red carpet. Hang you on, can now, see all that, take? Sean. <laughs> uh, so he's top five. Well, he's yeah, clearly number one if I'm taking him, right? Yeah, clearly. <laughs> yeah, so we did the uh, red carpet coverage and that's all on uh, Facebook. So you can go check that out. And we took some video of, uh, yeah, it was Rebel Wilson and Ruby Rose. You know Ruby Rose? Yeah, I'm just taking notes. Sean is number one. <laughs> <laughs> if you can see him, he's clearly not getting past this part of it. Yeah, uh, so yeah, Ruby Rose was there and Brittany Snow, all the gang from Pitch Perfect 3. Look, you know... The movie, I'm not the biggest fan of Pitch Perfect. I thought Pitch Perfect 1 was okay. Yeah, I've watched yeah, it was that. Pretty no, good. Yeah, didn't and mind Pitch it. Perfect 2 was a bit forced, and this is kind of similar, but we'll talk about that later. So, you're saying we're not going to do a, a 1, 2, 3 marathon session anytime soon? <laughs> not anytime soon, soon no. What about uh, TV or movies? Did you watch any content during uh, the week? Or? Mate, the one th- good thing about having my brother. With me is that there is no shortage of content, content that we sit down and watch because yeah I'm not normally uh, I guess normally I've sort of got things going on or yeah you're um, you're just as happy to read a book as you are correct. to do some work as you are to relax and watch a movie right correct yeah, yeah. Uh, so but you know having that sort of having having all that sort of access is is excellent but uh, so on your recommendation we smashed through Mindhunter oh cool yeah yep. which. We Happy. can talk about, but oh mate, I loved it. Yeah, how good is oh, it? I just I thought that was fantastic. So yeah, uh, yeah I think it's a, sl- it was, it's a slow creep. Yeah, it is. It is. Man. It's not. It's not action packed, but it's it's a real thinker and it's a yeah. real. It's just a great um, sort of exploration into the you know the mind of a serial, serial killer. killer. It's just uh, it's quite astounding. And I thought, like you said, the the lead act, the lead character, right? He's sort of going, Holden. Oh, what are they? Who have they cast here? It's yeah. a bit awkward. And yeah. A bit, but, uh, but he turns out to be brilliant, yeah, right? Yeah, it's really, he him. just well, that's that's who he is, right? Yeah. And he just plays it. He's almost on the spectrum himself. Yes. You know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a it was and a very some of the serial killers were brilliant, oh, right? Mate, yeah. Really yeah. good acting. Yeah. Very very good. Very very good. I'm glad um, you watched that. Yeah. And yes. not not cliched. Oh no. Do you know what I mean? Like they were not cliched. They were very very downplayed, which you, that could have gone the other way. I yeah. think. But yeah. I'll, was, I'll say two things to you because yeah. I don't want to Shoes. say too much to the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Shoes. <laughs> Too much to our listeners we yeah. have, if, who haven't seen it. Yeah. Shoes and budgie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> two, two classic moments. Oh, classics, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, no, say no more. <laughs> uh, so we then, so I'm a bit of a fan of, which will, I guess, you know, come out throughout the, the night in top fives or whatever, but yeah. um, a bit of a fan of a Western if it's done really well. So okay. just as a, not a, you know, as I guess as a homage to some of the earlier, you know, but there's a lot of good themes in, in Westerns and you can really play that good versus evil and, and all that sort of stuff. Better and, than and most genres, the hero, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of very 
organic and just honest. You so know, tell so. me, what would your go-to Western be? One that just stands out going, oh, well, that's one of my favourite Westerns of all time. Well, just... yeah, look. Uh, oh, so is this, oh, sorry, loved, is this what you're watching? No, no, I really loved, I loved the reboot of Magnificent Seven. I thought that was exceptional. Yeah. I, I really Yeah, we watched that together, it, you know? actually. But uh, the all the Clint Eastwood early ones were the no. spaghetti Westerns. Right? Like, yeah. I just, I really enjoyed them as a kid, but I, I must admit, I haven't seen them for years, but... Um, and Django. I mean, Django yeah. was not a westerns, but it's kind of same period. Yep. You know, oh, you definitely class it as yeah. a, one yeah. of the subgenre would be western yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. So uh, slave slash western, but um, yeah. So there's a great series that we watch called Godless. Out oh on, yeah. On Netflix. I've heard and of this. Really enjoyable. Really. Really well acted. Uh, great interplay. So it's a Western. Yeah. Primarily they, yeah, a Western. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, right. Absolutely. So I'm not going to spoil anything, but you've got a, uh, a gunslinger that's gone out against his pack of, of uh, bandits, basically. You okay. know? And so he's, he's now sort of ended up in this, this town, which is totally, uh, I guess, full of women, right? Because all the men died in a mining accident, huh. right? So... Uh, yeah, so it's it's just uh, so and yeah, you had me. You really, had me it's got lots of different <laughs> sort of stories going on at yeah, once. Right. It's not again, it's not a fast mover, but it's it's got a lot of a lot going for it, and great, well acted. So I, I've I love got to anything say that's that got good acting in it. So. I, I've got to say the westerns probably are not my favorite no, genre. No, yeah, no. but like you, I love an Unforgiven as much as I love a Magnificent Seven. Right, yeah. when it's done really well, it's done really well. I, but I this wouldn't sounds... watch them back to back, or I wouldn't just continually. You know, sure. I wouldn't say it's my favourite, but I do enjoy. It. If it's if there's one that's really good, I find it quite entertaining. This sounds really good. Godless. Yeah, no, Godless. Yeah. So did you watch the whole season, or you just halfway uh, we, yeah, through we, it? We, knocked it yeah, over? we did knock it over. Is it um, eight or ten apps, or what? Are yeah, we I think it's uh, thirteen, something like that. Thirteen, and yeah. is it like an hour programming yeah, or half yeah, it's hour? A, yeah, yeah, hour. No, it's, a, it's an hour. And do we know anyone in there, or just not really familiar uh, faces? Or there's a couple that you will know. Okay, just by face. Nemesis, definitely you'll know, but I'm not going to say. Anyway, just. Watch, I watch, I think there's some really great sort of acting in it. Uh, another one that is actually okay, I ain't going to recommend this to anyone. Future Man, I'm not going to recommend it to anyone because it's it's sci fi, but it's <laughs> it's like idiotic as well, right? But it's 20 minutes, but it's it's like someone said, right? Here's some money, do a, get your concept together. So it's based on uh, Last Starship Fighter, Titan. Last, is it, last. It? Starfighter. Last Starfighter. Whether he's playing an arcade game yeah. and that then makes him qualify to be the best pot, you know what I mean? And the yeah. aliens coming. It's a very, very similar plot to that, right? But then okay. it rolls off from that and a lot of time travel. But, but mate, they push the envelope on, on PC and some of it is laugh out loud. Oh, funny. really? So it's so kind of it one like of those a, things. A spoof that, or is it more satire? Well, so this, or is where, just... this is where it'll do your head in because it doesn't know what it's. Is. It, it is, but yeah, it's right. a spoof and it's a satire <laughs> and it's a kind of a, a, a hodgepodge of all these things. But it's actually, it's worth putting up with it for the, like they did the funniest James Cameron, uh, I don't know, man. Like it was just taking the piss out of James Cameron. <laughs> like you wouldn't believe it. I don't want to give anything away. Like his away. movies or him the person? It's just him the person right. and movie, like everything, right? Like it's just like it's a 15-minute or 10-minute segment where they bust into his house in the future. Right. And it's 10 minutes oh, nice. of just... Pure James Cameron. So is humor. that Netflix or is that? Yeah, it's a Netflix. Or is it, okay, yeah, cool. so I've, I've written them both down. Future Man. Yeah, there do you it. Go. Like it's, but you'll hate it, but then oh, okay. you'll love it. You know what I mean? It's kind of got that love hate symbiotic relationship. But uh, 
And then I think the only other thing that we sort of uh, had a look at was, you know, the Walking Dead, Orville and, and um, Designated Survivor are the, probably the, the three that Your we sort of Your ongoings. And yeah. one that I will recommend if you're not watching it already is um, The Good Doctor on Free to Air. Is Channel, The Channel Good 7. Doctor the one with um, the Freddie Spectrum. Highmore? Freddie Spectrum Highmore. Doctor, yeah. Yeah, from uh, Bates Motel. He so I watched, yeah, I watched the first episode. Because, yeah. He is mesmerising in that role. Really? Well, yeah. he was great in Bates Motel yeah. and he played like um, Norman Bates. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Psycho. Yeah. He, so he's a very guy, good that actor. That kid is a, he's a talent. Yeah. He is like nothing I've ever seen before. Oh, wow. His consistency and his, 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 you know, playing someone who's on the spectrum is very, very difficult because yeah. you, you easily so overdo wrong, it right? or you yeah. easily, you, you lose focus and you're not, you're not consistent or in how you do it. Or be disrespectful. Exactly. Yeah, so all that, he yeah. has played it. I just think the guy's outstanding. Outstanding. So you've it's racing very well in America. Yeah, um, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's doing yeah. very, very yeah. well. Yeah. So what you your five six apps in or? Uh, yeah, maybe well, probably six or seven. Because probably it, wherever it's up to, yeah. Those free aware ones, they probably do a season of like twenty or twenty two. Yeah, yeah. But it's exceptional. So probably yeah, episode episode six or seven. Now speaking of was uh, Orville, yeah, that's the um, Seth MacFarlane <laughs> thing. So um, so for those who don't know, which is everyone, uh, Dicky is. Uh, it's a pretty big uh, Trekkie. Pretty, I'd say you're fairly big in sci-fi. sci-fi yeah. It's probably your probably uh, main genre. After martial arts. After, yeah, after yeah. martial arts. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. So, yeah, definitely a, a Trekkie and sci-fi nerd. Um, and so they they sat me down and or pinned me down, <laughs> tied me up and made me watch Orville, which is a Seth MacFarlane kind of um, Star Trek parody yeah. tribute. What is it? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> but I actually thought it was done pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, there's, mm. there's, there's a lot to enjoy about it. Uh, and it's almost like Star Trek with um, the PC removed a little yes. bit in some yeah, instances. Which is you cool, know, where right? the jokes, where you wish they had the jokes, yeah. they actually do have them. So, Well, yeah. a, a nice uh, segue is uh, I watched um, uh, Thanks for Asking, where I've watched No I'm Well, well and we're up to your turn now, bro. <laughs> I, uh, I watched uh, Ted. Ted. Which was Ted, Ted yeah. Oh. Which um, uh, Mark Wahlberg, well, which was obviously written and directed by talking Seth about MacFarlane. pushing the boundaries of PC. Yeah, yeah. so that's same guy who did Orville. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Emily, my youngest, had not seen Ted, and I was trying to think of movies that Sam and I watched that she may. I said no, you can't watch it at the time because she was thirteen and mm. Sam was sixteen. Mm. And so try and catch up on some of those movies that she kind of missed out on, you know. She's obviously almost 17 now, so a lot of that she's just naturally watched herself. But we um, we established that she hasn't seen Ted. I'm like, oh, we've got to watch Ted. That's fun, you know. Yeah. Not only is it very fun non-PC, but it's also quite cute and, you know, fun as well, family and fun. And what's the favourite scene in Ted? <laughs> Which one? It's been that long <laughs> since I've seen it. There's one where he's um, he's trying to tune the um, checkout chick. Uh, he's working at the, the supermarket. Yeah. And the checkout chick across the road, and he starts kind of banging the register, and and then he starts squeezing like um, sunscreen, <laughs> sunscreen all over his face. Oh Jesus, <laughs> it was so wrong. Bad. Anyway, oh, funny enough, I quite I like Mark Warburg. Oh yeah, he's a great kind of. He's not, he's not a great actor, actor right? but, but he's, he's just he's watchable. watchable guess, yeah, you know, I've always of, liked him yeah. and always knew that he wasn't the best actor. Yeah. What but was sometimes that? he's quite good. Like Boogie Nights, he was great. Yeah. What was yeah. the one, the big hit? Oh, yeah. What a great, it's kind of a 
kind of a com- black comedy. Black comedy, I forgot about that. Action. Great movie, you know, but, and he was really good in that. Like, he's, he kind of did com- like black yeah. comedy pretty well. But Well, now he's teed up with you know, Will Ferrell. You yeah. don't like Will Ferrell, do you? Uh, no, but I, no. I, didn't, I didn't mind uh, the, other the guys? first one of that. The other but, guys? Uh, or... Oh, oh, Daddy's Home. Yeah, Daddy's Home too. Uh, no, well, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, will be funny. Daddy's Home too. Yeah, because yeah. you like Mel Gibson. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, no, it's good fun. You'll, you'll have a laugh. So I watched uh, Ted. That was good. Um, I watched a movie, one of my favorite little independent comedies. You may not have seen it. It's called um, Friends with Kids Yeah. with Adam Scott. It's just like a kind of independent, you know, smart comedy. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, that's all I can say about it, really. It's something you just have to watch if you like that. It's kind of, um, wouldn't be a good comparison. Uh, something, it's a bigger film that maybe more people have seen. Uh, that was maybe a breakout. Um, you know, you know how Four Weddings and a Funeral was kind of that, you know, quick, smart dialogue. Yeah. And, you know, it was kind of nothing like that because that's UK. <laughs> but <laughs> It was kind of nothing like that. What's another great analogy? Not a great analogy, is it? Which is just straight out Notting Hill. <laughs> yes, well done, well done. Uh, we, I also watched a doco on Netflix called Jim and Andy. And this okay. is um, about, this is, you remember, you remember the movie called Man on the Moon? No. Jim Carrey? Yep. Man on the Moon, biopic playing Andy Kaufman, who was a comedian, a really, you know, um, ahead of his kind of time comedian back in the uh, 80s and and maybe late 70s, early Mm. 80s. Uh, And no one knew how to take him. He was very off the wall, you know. Um, But then he passed away. He died and and everyone thought he was a genius, you know. Um, So, yeah, this is the documentary about the behind the scenes of Jim Carrey playing Andy Kaufman because he went full method. <laughs> I think that's about two yeah, oils, isn't it? Yeah, we've played it two yeah, 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 that's we're it. done, we're done, we're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. carry on. Sorry. Although it's it's actually a tie, so we need one more. One more. Next one has got to be a good one. It's got to be, right? be the best. It's got to be the best. Yeah. So, and you can't do it. You get a fail. Kind of... You actually go, you get minus one if you, if you do it at the wrong <laughs> yes, time. Yes, you go so backwards. That's, so either like way, yeah, someone yeah. wins. So you don't want to drop it too early. For those who can't see that, uh, when we do that snore into the mic, because you probably can't even hear it, but we're actually doing a, like a slow head tilt to fall asleep. You know, we're, we're nodding off. And Which has been a running gag for about 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and when Generally, you're on a, as soon as I start talking about my job. <laughs> when you're in a long-winded conversation, but the best one to do is when you really do it slowly, so your eyelids are slowly closing. Yeah. After the guy's really animated. So if Jason's in a super animated, you know, monologue of discussion <laughs> and, uh, you know, you're listening, like intent- you're listening intently, uh, best time to do it. Same with me. If I'm very passionate about something, I'm talking and I'm energetic and Jace just drops off slowly at the other end of the couch. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Probably got to be there, but pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. So Jim yes. Carrey goes full method to play Andy Kaufman, right? right? And they actually filmed, they had a documentary crew filming him behind the scenes of this movie. And this movie was released like 15 odd years ago. Right, okay. And no one knew about this. No. And Universal, who distributed the film, said <clears throat> you cannot... Um, we will not allow you to release this footage because people will think it's um, the Jim Carrey's an arsehole and they don't want to damage the property and blah, blah, blah. Mm, yeah, mm. Obviously, that kind of makes sense. But anyway, suddenly they've released this footage and it's a docker on, on Netflix and it just goes behind the scenes and he was he was off the wall, like Andy Kaufman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people, the crew were just like, what the frick is going on here? You know, when he was fighting with the director just because it was in character. And, yeah. Oh, while the, film, while the cameras weren't rolling. 
really interesting. I mean, I'm a big fan of Jim Carrey. Everyone knows sure. that on the yeah. podcast. So yeah, anyway, I watched that. Okay. Um, and that was me of some uh, TV. I finally finished Stranger Things. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So finished the eight episodes of that. And I won't say too much about it, but I just okay. loved it, loved it, loved yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Have, yeah. You, have you seen the whole thing? Yeah. Yet? Yeah. And you watched it like within that weekend. Stranger or... Things too. Yeah. So good, Wonderful. so good. Yeah. God, they did it well. Like it's hard to capture that magic of the first one because the first one's a phenomenon, right? Absolutely. <clears throat> but they've actually done it. Yeah, I think they've. Yeah, and they they haven't. Um, you know, you could get paralyzed mm. by trying to recreate the first one. One hundred percent. But it's actually it actually almost is bigger and better in every way, mm. uh, without yeah. ruining that special kind of nostalgic you know thing that they get Vibe they do get, so well still get that, yeah you know it's a brilliant it. and i just started punisher Ooh. have you seen that Ooh, yeah yeah I loved it yeah, we recommended it, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so a lot of people are talking about punisher being like the best of of marvel tv and then it's kind of punisher um daredevil Maybe um, Jessica Jones, maybe under that, and then every, everything else, right? Easily because it's gritty and it's real. So you you yeah. you're actually saying that this is your favorite, like yep, better than yep. uh, the yep. Daredevil. Yep, great characters. Um, they they all do an excellent job. It's gritty. It's real. You feel it. Um, there's some excellent scenes in it. Uh, it's you know there's some gratuitous violence when it's needed, and then. There's not. There's a lot of dialogue and a lot of um, thought-provoking scenes, but cool. Nah, it's excellent. Yeah, I, I can't think wait. Oh, to... I was right yeah. up your alley. Yeah, I think yeah, you'll yeah, actually love it. So. Can't wait. And <laughs> um, now, just wanted to talk quickly about some trailers that have come out this week. Some big ones. So we had uh, Affinity Avengers: Infinity Wars mm. Part One. Uh, that was the most viewed trailer mm. in the history of YouTube. And why wouldn't it be? Yeah, um, <laughs> for the first twenty-four hours. Mm. Um, it was like 230 million views. Bloody hell. That's a lot that's a of lot, views, right? 24 hours. Something similar to what this podcast will get, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> um, so you saw the trailer? I did. What did you think? I did. Uh, look, you know, I, I get fatigued from mm. repeat series quite quite easily, right? So I get over yep. them reasonably quickly. Um, but Avengers has held on to my... And, and my interest because of its humour. Hmm. Um, but I must say, the last one I was sort of still, I was getting a bit, you know. Anyway, I'm just hoping from what I see that it looks quite epic. Yeah. And I think it's uh, branched off and, and seeing that little glimmer of Guardians coming in at the end. I know, right? <laughs> Thor and Guardians, funny, what right? a great yeah, Exactly, match. like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who are you guys? Yeah, I think it's... That's uh, going to be hilarious. It could be hilarious, hopefully. And the other one was Jurassic World came out today. Uh, Jurassic World mm. Fallen Kingdom, mm. part two for Jurassic World. Interesting trailer. Um, like, <clears throat> sure, lots of dinosaurs, which is kind of what we want. But I found that it was quite strange how they just showed you a scene almost. A cut, a cut, a, like yeah. they cut a scene together. It was a bit yeah. weird. But look, I'm sure it will be. And that could well be the whole story. Them running it. away from the yeah. volcano with the dinosaurs. <laughs> That's it. That's all there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, there's lots of dinosaurs. But hey, like I know you're the, a big fan of Chris the, Pratt. The, the tear jerk, you know, the string pull is him reuniting with Blue. The... <laughs> <laughs> you're a big fan of Chris Pratt. I do like him. I must yeah. say, yeah. I sort of, he, he, I found him a bit awkward at in some points. You know, like I think he's warming into roles. But yeah. yeah, well, he was like, he's getting better and better. And Magnificent well, Seven, as we yeah, talked about. One of the big before. reasons why you love that is because yeah. of Chris yeah. and obviously Guardians of the Galaxy, who was great, number yeah. one. 
Uh, and, you know, I mean, Jurassic World, who was great too, right? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, that is uh, the week that was. Wow, that was quite epic. Mm. That was uh, 30 minutes. Sean and I often get up to about the 30-minute mark for this area. <laughs> but we're going to move on to news. It happens. So, yeah, welcome back to news. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, what's going on this week? Well, I don't even want to talk about the Weinstein effect because I can't e- actually even keep up anymore. It's just like a ripple effect like no it's other. coming out of the woodwork, Oh, brother. wow, man. Mm. Wow. Anyway, but do you know um, the whole Kevin Spacey thing? Have you yep. been on top of this? Oh, uh, look, you know, within reason. Within yeah. reason. So, he was in a movie called uh, All the Money in the World. It's yep. a Ridley Scott film. And uh, Ridley Scott turned around a couple of weeks ago and said, let's redo all of Kevin Spacey's scenes mm, mm. and replace him with Christopher Plummer. We've yep. talked about it on the podcast yep. a little bit. I'm I not sure you if you're up with that. I think yep. you and I were talking right. about it too. Yep. So he said, this will be, we require exactly 10 days of a reshoot for Christopher Plummer to come in and reshoot all of Kevin Spacey's uh, scenes and it will cost $10 million, so a million dollars a day, right? They've done that already and they've just put out the trailer, the new trailer, to all the money in the world with Christopher Plummer within okay. like two and a half weeks. So he it's mustn't crazy. have had a huge role in it, right? He didn't have a huge role in it, but it was 10 days worth of shoot. Yeah, but my yeah. point is how they can go out, reshoot this, cut a, new, cut a new trailer and release it within probably, it was probably three weeks, maybe four. Yeah, but I think, you know, the, the time-consuming part is, you know, working out where you're going to do your cuts, your storyboarding, your, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like and They already knew they where knew to put it. That. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, they had to get Mark do this, Mark in go in and do it again. Yeah. And one thing I did notice is um, with Mark, well, I watched the trailer again yeah, uh, yeah. last night, is Mark Wahlberg looks like he's uh, lost a little bit of weight between the, with, the, with the Christopher Plummer so part. Continuity. Yeah, because, a little, oh, it's a well, little thing, right? Kind of, yeah. It's a little thing. But he's, he may have lost a weight for a role that he's, he's currently doing, doing yeah, now. You yeah, know? Yeah, anyway, yeah. but just amazing how they can turn that around and, and it shows you uh, how on the nose Kevin Spacey is at the moment. Yeah. And the other thing that's happened. I wonder how people, because Spacey, he's a good actor, right? Great actor. You know, so, he's and some a, people might even be a little bit in, in awe of a Kevin Spacey. Uh, I wonder how the actors then replayed their scenes with the with new Christopher trailer, Plummer. With Chris, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, he's a wonderful actor yeah, as well, yeah, right? but yeah, yeah, it's interesting, huh? Whether, how, whether they interpreted it came different, then you go, "Ooh, how does that change?" Because particularly, it'd be hard to come back after you've just nailed the scene. I know, and, and then you have to, be actually asked to do it again. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the other one is that you'd be interested in is House of Cards. So that mm. went through all kinds of you know um, stoppages and blah 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 because of all the Kevin Spacey things. So they've come to a conclusion. They are re- they are doing the last season, the uh, finale, mm-hmm. but it won't have Kevin Spacey in yeah, it at yeah, all. No, it will just be right? um, the the wife. Um, uh, so what are they going to do? Don't kill him off or something? Well, I guess yeah, straight yeah. up. But the funny thing is, um, who's played by Robin Wright here, yeah? the yeah. wife, who's yeah. amazing, she's great. you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she's probably, I mean, he's a great character and actor in this in the show, but she's very, very good. So I think the, the TV show can survive with her being the, the lead, yes? Yep. Because you've seen, I think, maybe two seasons? Yeah, two seasons. Yeah, yeah. I stopped after that. Yeah. So. Mindhunter 2 has mm. been greenlit. Very happy about that. Yeah, very happy. I'll be very interested to see where they take it. I've got two two questions for you. Yep. You can flesh them out on air if you want. I'm not sure if we, we should, but mm-hmm. just be careful what we say. Two things out of this. One, 
What was with the uh, cat food? And oh, the I know. Oh, well, I've got my thoughts. Oh, on okay, that. All right. yeah. is it an off-air thought thing? No, or, oh, no, let's talk not about at all. It. What do you think? It's a little thing. It won't spoilers or anything. Yeah, no. So, okay, so uh, you, you this weirdly introduced cat food, right? So, tin of cat food down in the laundry on yeah. an apartment block. I'm assuming. Uh, so, a shared laundry, and there's a window to outside or an alley outside where she heard a cat, yeah. and then the cat feeds on this like remaining tuna or whatever yes. she brought down that first night. And then you see it repeat a few times through a few episodes. So you're going, what is the point of that? Yep. So uh, to me. And then there's the, no conclusion to that, by the way. There's no, no, it's left, just left hanging, just, right? Where yeah. well, you li- literally left with a tin of cat food with ants in it, yeah. right? So you, the cat is no longer there. So to me, uh, the cat has been um, played with or uh, killed by a serial killer like there's someone around that block of units because one of the first things a serial killer does is start killing animals animals. yeah yeah and they talk about that they talk about that right so to me that ties that in yeah she that whole thing i reckon that is a building plot in the background where she actually will come face to face with the serial killer because this is my next almost one growing next to her and that's the first and that's the btk killer that's that's the first thought. Well, you know the guy with the guy from the factory or whatever who's just in those yeah, opening he's scenes. That weird, weird guy, right? And nothing uh, comes of him at all. He's just yeah, looking yeah. At the... That's where this second season is going. That's why it's going to be so good. But that's my Brilliant. take on the cat. I love food. it. I'm in because the cat's no longer there, so it's disappeared. I so reckon someone's actually she's going to find it gutted. Yeah, somewhere someone's kind of looking in on them. It's a, yeah, it's yeah. a it's a young serial killer come up and coming. So it's this because it's the, the learning experience, right? It's understanding that psychology and that they're learning that the one of the first things they do is try out their sick manifestations yeah, 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 yeah. on pets. Right? That's brilliant. So, if that is actually the case, oh, the, I think it, uh, the foresight they've had in to went in writing just to leave a bee. Yeah, and that much yes. confidence in, in being season two greenlit. And I. I and, and I, I reckon the fact that they trust the audience to be able to pick up on those nuances is quite... <laughs> well, I thought I was pretty with it, but I didn't pick up oh, on that right. side okay. at okay. all. Well, I, I, th- I might be wrong. But... I thought it was just demonstrating the fact that she... Because remember, she moved to um, to wherever they were, Baltimore or whatever yeah. it was. She moved with them to join part of the team. And I thought she was just, you know, lonely as, and that was just her way of entertaining herself. Yeah. Just just demonstrating her downtime and the fact that she was actually... having a glass of wine, waiting next to a tin of tuna, hoping the cat turns up. Yeah. Yeah. So she was married to work. There's definitely that thing, right? There's definitely that thing. But I, I, (laughs) no, I think there's a subplot. I think that's actually the expanded... That would be great. Yeah. That's me. I mean, I... I love it. Totally wrong. Now, the other thing I want to talk about quickly in uh, news is... uh, Interesting one, more for my industry probably, but Disney, Disney, the uh, juggernaut that they are, are looking to uh, acquire the movie and TV or the entertainment side of Fox, right. home entertainment, or Fox in mm-hmm. general, mm-hmm. sorry, 20th Century Fox, right? Now, they're actually apparently at the pointy end of this. They're, I think they're not far off signing. So obviously the uh, News Limited part of Fox and... Um, Fox Sport will remain intact and with Fox. That's where they make their money. But all the movies and TV will come under Disney, right? Okay. What does this mean? Mm. Who does Fox? Mm. Fantastic Four, X-Men, Wolverine are all Fox properties. Deadpool, right? So guess what Disney can do if they wanted? They can bring X-Men into the Marvel Universe. They could bring Fantastic Four into the Marvel Universe. Yeah? Mm. Kind of exciting. Is it? Just yeah. add more into... Yeah, but the thing is, 
Well, to give it this if way. If I have another, see another X man, I might go and kill myself. You might have seen. No, no, but that's my point. <laughs> and just a little scrabbling of my feet on the ground. That's exactly my point. I'm, I love X-Men and I'm dumb. Yeah. But how do you reinvigorate? You just bring them in as, as extras or, you know, as injections Side-liners. into MCU. Sideliners. Mm. I'm not excited, as excited about that as I am with Guardians coming into that world. But Sure. Yeah. And the other one is Fantastic Four, which they cannot get right. Mm. So rather than making a full movie feature film with them, they just bring them in as characters like sure. the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. makes sense, right? Anyway, so watch that space. And that is it for news. It happened. <laughs> Righto, welcome to uh, our next segment, which is box office now, box office predictions, right? And we go through the top five box office. And now you actually don't know this, I don't think, because you don't listen to an episode. You don't listen to us. You don't support us. But anyway, <laughs> you, you. Come on, man. This, this, I hear it every week, week in, week out, <laughs> every time we catch up for a beer. <laughs> at this time, Sean, yep. we have a competition where I have to guess the movie box offices, right? Oh, okay. And it's a competition. And, and at the moment, Sean's at four and I'm at one. And he what? completely drives this segment. Right. right? He cheats then. And it gives me the shit. He cheats. I actually don't like Clearly it. Clearly he cheats. No, no. And you've I'm got just... one of you, a cheater in your top five. No, I'm actually uh, way off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even close. Yeah, I'm not even close. <laughs> yeah, no, he's winning fair and square. But my point is that he's not here. No. No. So um, So you get four up. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm going to, I'm going to give myself a point. Yeah, you have to. This week, so yeah, it's now 4-2. can't four even be bothered two. to turn up to the game, bro. Yeah, it's 4-2. Yeah. Oh, I, think so. I don't even have to explain myself. Yeah, high five. Boom. Yeah, thank you. Anyway, uh, <laughs> on to the uh, top five US box office. So uh, number one was Coco, which is the uh, Pixar's new film. It did $110 million uh, all up. Uh, Justice League is number two. So that's at $197 million in the US, this is. Uh, so, yeah, that's a lot of money, but it's not any of the other uh, big Marvel films. Wonder is the um, uh, the Julia Roberts and Owen Wilson film, uh, wonderful film, and that's $87 million, so that's got legs uh, and uh, everyone I'm clearly highly recommended. Number four is Thor Ragnarok with um, – it's at now up to $291 million, so that's uh, by far the biggest Thor uh, to date. And number five is Daddy's Home 2 at 82 million. Looking at Australia's top five box offices, kind of similar. It's Wonder is number one at 2.4 million. Uh, Justice League is number two at 2 million. Daddy's Home 2 is uh, at number three at 2 million. Murder on the Orient Express is still around. Uh, did that, that took 1.3 million. And Thor is still rounding up the top five, and that's at 1 million for the last week, that is. I'm surprised we haven't seen Hunt for the Wilder people jump into the top five off the back of Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> I know, right? Well, I'm sure it's selling like crazy. <laughs> How funny was that guy? Just doing his cameo as Rockman or whatever. I can't even remember his character's oh, name. Because Taika, yeah, I yeah. was trying to organise a, a revolution, but I didn't print enough pamphlets. pamphlets. <laughs> it was so good. Fuck off, ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Very funny. Yeah, I went and watched Hunt for the Wilder People straight after that, just on the back of that. And, so, and what did you think? Yeah, I actually thought it was kind of, you know, quirky. and, yeah. and But, but yeah, I well, enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It's an independent New Zealand comedy. I, I, right? I enjoyed yeah, it's, it, yeah. yeah. it's a great yeah. film. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no, Thor. Well, I haven't seen Thor twice. I can't wait. Yeah, so I how was the humor on the second second round? Uh, actually, some of it you lose, yep. which is you know the situational. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but yeah, the rest of it actually some some of it's even even better. So, um, no, it's it's a reasonable second watch. Cool. Well, we're going to fly straight into our next segment, which is looking at the home entertainment releases in Home Entertainment. Righto, so we're in home entertainment. It's December, so a lot of films come out in the month of December. It's one of our busier times in home entertainment. Don't fly through these movies. Let me know if you've seen any of them, Dickie, and whether mm-hmm. what your thoughts are. Mm-hmm. So the first one uh, was released uh, this week. Uh, sorry, last week, my, my apologies, is American Made. <sighs> you like that? Loved it. You're right. Okay. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I kind of... Liked it the first time, but I watched it again with you the second mm. time and uh, and really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. I hadn't given it a nudge for some reason. It sort of went under my radar, but uh, I think, you know, you mentioned it and we saw it come up on wherever it was. And, yeah. and uh, yeah, just, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it and I, I loved it all the way. I know you said the second sort of half was probably less engaging, but yeah. I actually, whether that, you were, prepped, you were whether that had prepped me, yeah, yeah oh, I was, invested, I was right into yeah. it. Look, you know, whether you love love him or hate him, Tom Cruise is a, is a just a great actor. You just he's he gets you right, like he just drags you in and yeah. you, and you love because he's committed to. Yeah. I mean, there's not many roles he just doesn't one hundred percent throw himself into. So, oh, I loved it. I thought it was I thought it was great. Maybe Jacqueline Reach Around too. That was a yeah. Bit you know, I don't know. I, look, you know, <laughs> I, we could have some conversations on that too. I think it was more script and a whole bunch of thoughts that never got anywhere and it was yeah. the wrong book and it was wrong the wrong book to cover yeah, yeah. A, we can talk about that but yeah, yeah. so uh 47 meters down which is that independent mm, um that's shark shark film, thing, yeah, yeah. which What's was this? going direct to video in america and for whatever reason they said let's release this the actor yeah. thing it actually did really well yeah 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 mandy moore so that comes out on dvd as well or uh you can rent it digitally or buy it and the other one is uh girl with all the gifts Gifts. Have you heard of that? No. no. So like a post-apocalyptic zombie film, but like independent drama rather okay. than, than World War Z. Sure. Um, yeah, it looks great. Okay. Uh, so this week, though, we have American Assassin comes out, which I know you... Uh, <laughs> so Dickie just took a deep breath there, and obviously that's... Uh, uh, Part of a novel, a series of uh, books that you uh, write into, yeah. Yeah, so Vince Flynn, right? So Vince Flynn. Yeah. I've been reading his stuff for for years, and and uh, always thought this is going to be a great series to, yeah. to pick up and run with, right? Yeah. Uh, now I'm a bit burnt. It's the way they've assimilated or you know translated, it's particularly spy novels. Some of my favourite novels of all time were picked up and I was so excited by them and then they've just absolutely destroyed them. Right. And uh, that's hard that's hard set. words too, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, look mate, I, I think anyway, so <laughs> American Assassin had a lot in the book that was you could have had a lot of fun with. Yeah. As as a you know, this is so the guy who created all the characters, Vince, you know, this was done as a prequel after book Eleven or whatever. Okay. So yeah, it's not like he hadn't developed or he knew exactly where he wanted to go. So it's very Sa- de- same writer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, there's you know he died right. So mm, then there's yeah. Kyle that came in and started writing with. But I think it was all his writing. But then with Kyle. Okay. But um, so yeah. So I was very excited about this. Am I allowed to say that I've seen it? Yes. Yes. 
And I was very disappointed. To me, okay. it was clumsy and B grade. And uh, look, I think um, I think it really they're trying to appeal to the younger audience here. Um, it's you know clear by their casting of um, the main the lead um, Dylan O'Brien. He wasn't badly cast. Wasn't like bad. sometimes I get I get you know obviously the wrong casting can just you throw know, it. You, yeah. you, you're totally biased to it from from the get go. And I didn't How's mind. I'd, I'd love another beer, mate. I've only had two and I'm, you know, I've normally had about seven in, in an hour at this well, point. It's Friday time. night, right? That's right. Uh, so he wasn't badly cast and, and I don't have an, I didn't have an issue with that and he wasn't too far off where you might imagine Mitch Rapp might end up, right? But right. Uh, everything else was so wrong and just, mate, they missed so many opportunities for great scenes and for great characterizations, and this could be a great Great franchise. franchise, and they, I reckon, they just absolutely blew it. Well, I mean, the box office is appalling. Oh, so it's just. I don't think they'll be doing another one anytime soon. Uh, you know? Man, and see, and it's just to me that's kind of devastating. You know? It's a lost opportunity, yeah. right? Yeah, kind of like Dark Tower, but <laughs> another devastation. Yeah, you know, look, the movie itself for people who hadn't read the books, yeah, fine. Yeah, fine, yeah, but it sure. just, it just underwhelmed everything and just. Yeah, yeah. Brought, try to bring too many. You know, they're complex books, right? But yeah, you need to. You, that that could have been something that could have been. If, a, if there was one thing you'd describe the Dark Tower series by Stephen King, mm. would be, what word would you use? One word. Epic. Epic. Yeah, right? it's, it's organic and epic. Like you know, like, so you, and... this is a guy who in nineteen seventy three or whenever it was when he's in university. So it's a thirty five year project Span. for him. Yeah. He uh, he started the book by saying the man in black came over the horizon or whatever it is, right? Yeah, so yeah. and that's all he had in his mind about where the book and what it was going to be. He just knew it was going to be about. <laughs> he took some great black. drugs and it went. Phew. Mate, he went into so many different areas. You could tell when you were reading it, he wasn't sure where he was going with it. He was exploring it as he wrote it, but it was kind yeah. of. He's such a great writer yeah. that he could get away with it. No one else, I don't like. Very few writers can, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so. Yeah, American made American Assassin. Unfortunately, was um, for me just such a letdown. But anyway, a couple of family films coming out this uh, this week. We have Emoji Movie, uh, Emoji Movie. I can't even say it. Emoji Movie and Captain Underpants uh, are released this week, as well as uh, a little independent film called Wind River. After my anima, I feel like I'm Captain Underpants. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Underpants. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> and another director video film called Bushwick with Batista, mm. who's from WWE. He's kind of a, an actioner. And yeah, there's lot, lots to um, lots coming out. And, and, and the following week is a very big week as well, but I'll save that for our next podcast. And that is Home Entertainment. <laughs> And now we're going to go through my top five. No, my top five. My top no, five. my top five. <laughs> now, this was a um, – I thought about this one and I wanted to kind of, uh, you know, compliment your um, skill set. And I know that uh, you're an avid uh, cartoons. reader. <laughs> Comics. Kids cartoons. <laughs> I know you love reading a book. It's one of your favourite pastimes. Yuck. And uh, so I thought we could do my top five on – we always like to look at kind of subcategories and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But I thought we could do a big one here. Now, this is broad, everyone. Yeah. This is very, very broad. There's no wrong or right. But I thought we could do uh, best top five book-to-film adaptations. 
Now that's epic in itself, right? But yep. we're just talking about our own personal top five. Yeah, like look, if you really broke down, like most movies are based uh, on a book. Hundred percent, right? <laughs> like yeah. So many, right? So, so it's yeah. epic. But yeah. um, obviously, uh, you have read many a book in your time, so I'm very interested to see what you think is the best uh, conversion from a book page to the big silver screen. You know. Mm, mm. Um, so look, we obviously there's um, just talking about kind of the the general history. Uh, there's plenty of classic books that have been adapted many a time over the history of of film and and, and books, I guess, and things like um, Wuthering Heights and Great Expectations and Moby Dick and all, you know all the Jane Austen mm, yeah, film, Lolita, yeah, all the books. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah Gone with that. the Wind, Breakfast at Tiffany, like they're yep. all. And I, I'd stay away from the classics for the, because I don't. You know what I mean? That's not my, you know, my what is, interest. What is your you interest, know? by the way? What, uh, look, what would I, be your top two or three genres within books? Uh, so fantasy was what I loved traditionally and have always stuck with and read. Um, spy novels, yep. so a lot of Robert Ludlum, Vince yep. Flynn, um, Lee Child, all that sort of stuff, but but Robert Ludlum was one of my uh, all-time favourite authors. And Very kind of complex. I, I've read, yep. uh, I think I've read one Robert Ludlum uh, the spy who came in from the cold was that his? No, that was John no. Lacar, wasn't mm. it? You might have read Osterman Weekend with no, no, uh, no. I, I have read maybe it wasn't Bourne? the full book. <clears throat> no, I haven't read Born. No. Right, well, there's there's heaps, but uh, and then I think that the the um, obviously the I've got right into the Japanese type books now. You know, on on uh, you know whether it be Memoirs of a Geisha or okay, whether, right. you know, that sort of thing, or there's the Otori series um, covering certain history for, um, periods in, in Japanese history. Yeah, Musashi and all that sort of stuff. Mm. So yeah, so there's a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of that sort of stuff that I've been reading uh, lately. Just uh, Japanese writers, which are very very different. Yeah, um, I'm sure they are. Yeah, but yeah. So are they are they hard to get your head around? Oh, just a very different style. Or? It's yeah. very. It's almost like some in some instances it's almost childlike. But then all at the other and in other sides it's very very creative. Right. And, uh, okay. Just it's a, just a different. <clears throat> world and appreciating their culture is, is um, you know, it helps that, but well, look, it's quite wa- fascinating. The me. water's warm, so mm. we're, I think we're going to jump in, Yeah, right? let's do it, man. And we don't want to bore people to death. <laughs> it's, um, it's a tough one. You know, it's, uh, it's so epic. But the way we do this normally, uh, Dick, is we normally go uh, five, five, four, four, ah, three, up. three, two, two, okay. one, one. Build a bit of suspense. Mm. Mm. Now, I'm not sure if I uh, briefed you on this, but you also can have some honourable mentions in there as well. Sure, you did sort of mention that. So I have put some thought into this. Because it's so big, right? Exactly right. So can I just start? Mm -hmm. Can I just start with a little bit of a fun fact for you? I want to see where you're... So one of our favourite directors... You have my attention. (laughs) One of our favourite directors of all time being Tarantino. Tarantino, yeah. So there's only one movie he's done that was from a book. What movie? And what book? <laughs> what book? Um, uh, let me think about this for a second. Um, wow, I thought he wrote all his... I thought they were mm. all original screenplays. Mm. Let me just think that Inglourious. I'm sure he wrote Glorious. He wrote Kill Bill. He wrote Django. Um, look, I, the only, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to say the only thing that comes to mind... Is um, Reservoir Dogs. So not that early. Oh, but yeah, Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown, right. yeah. So he's black exploitation. 
seventies homage, right? Probably so that was, my least favorite QT yeah, film, to be honest. But that was based on uh, Rum Punch. Wow. There you go. So he there adapted that from directly from Rum Punch, and he did a pretty honest job. I haven't read Rum Punch, but apparently he did a pretty honest job. That was by uh, Elmore Leonard. So, so um, do you want to go apparently first? A great or writer. Do you want to go first? Uh, sure. So um, keeping with my theme, I'm going to. I'm sticking to a genre. This to, is to your top five. It's so, called my top five. So it's your top so five. So for me, I won't judge you. Five is not just <laughs> one book. It's a series of books that was written by Ian Fleming, and it's the James Bond, the whole, yeah, the whole gamut the whole for gamut. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think it's one of the few spy novels that have been picked up and and faithfully reproduced and actually done a wonderful job. Now, they've had some shocking entries they in there. No, I'm not sure about the no, books. Have course. you read all the books? No, I've read a number of them. Right. But, yeah, yeah. So okay. Uh, most, like, a, like over half, I guess, most of them. But, um, yeah, I just think they did a wonder, particularly the the earlier, you know, the Albert Broccolo, you know, Harry Schultzman sort of period where they were the Doctor Knows and you Live and Let Dies and, you know, Majesty's Secret Service, all those classic you know, bonds, I think, to me. Were... So the, the character's obviously based on um, uh, uh, and made up and uh, made up by Ian Fleming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then there were, how many, do you know how many writers were in who make up all the Bond books or was it always? It was always, always Ian, Ian Fleming. Fleming. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so there was a lot, obviously one of his first books was Casino Royale, yes. right? But, uh, and that Probably was done mistake. a few times, like in the 1960s or something, yeah. an early version of it and there was a spoof of it. But um, oh, I loved Daniel Craig's... Uh, yeah, that, 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 I mean, that, that drifted a long way from the book. That wasn't mm. anything like the book. In, in fact, it just borrowed the name. But and it was also very flavoured in Naughty's grounding, grounding kind of... Grounded, you know, dirty fighting. Yeah, and, which yeah, Nolan-esque was, universe, yeah. It was nasty. It was good. I, I liked it. I had some real grit. But uh, anyway, so yeah. I think that's a good one. I like yeah, that. Yep. A, and we're allowed to do that. I mean, Sean doesn't like it when we add like a um, kind of extras into your, your one level of five, but... You know, I might name a couple of movies, for example, that are in one, you know, my four or th- third. Yeah, we position. can't separate the James Bonds. Exactly. Let's face it. That's right. But <laughs> if you had to name your favourite Bond movie and or book, what would it be? Uh okay. So I think, um, well, I did love Casino Royale, but you couldn't. I can't quote that because it's not a transliteration of the book, right? So yeah. it's, it's not very faithful. But I would say, uh, Doctor No. Or live and let die, and then the one that sort of because really... Doctor knows the first Bond yeah, movie, yes. Yeah, and then live and let die just because it was, I guess, again a black exploitation sort of seventies <laughs> theme. Where the yes. first time they drifted from was from the die, nemesis, the, the voodoo, voodoo. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So it's the first time they introduced the nemesis. Like it's more around drugs rather than the you know <laughs> nefarious cat stroker. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know your nemesis versus one James million Bond. dollars. One million, yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> Yeah, so it's kind of the first time they introduced, and also the first black Bond girl, I think, I believe. So right, yeah. So, uh, I but I just particularly like that, and also you know, before doing the soundtrack, Grace let's Jones, face it, Paul McCartney singing "Live and Let Die," yes. what a great song, right? Yes. Uh, and then, um, yeah, look, I think, and then the spy who loved me was just Roger Moore with the underwater. You know. Yeah, the car. <laughs> yeah, the you gotta la- love it. Yeah, the Lotus is pretty right? yeah. yeah. So I, I grew up on Roger Moore. Like yeah. he was my Bond. Yeah. Um, I love Sean Connery, but for me, it would have to be one of Roger Moore's films, just because I was a, at a impressionable age mm-hmm. uh, and first started watching Bond. Um, so 
Is Live and Let Die the one with the where he gets like uh, attacked by the Dobermans, released from that mansion? Is do you remember uh, that or no. no? No, that's Thunderball, I believe. Th- right, when Thunderball is um, Sean Connery, though, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, no, it's definitely Roger Moore. I'm gonna have to say something like, um, I know it's bad. It's probably one of the you know. You're not gonna say Moonraker, <laughs> Moonraker. <laughs> <laughs> the guy with the silver teeth. Yeah, I love Jaws, man. Do you yeah. know? Do you know what my father used to do? What? So Jaws for me, I probably started watching Bond when I was I don't know, eight, nine, yeah. seven, yeah. eight, nine, yeah. something yeah. like that. Scary dude. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So my father used to get you know the foil out of a packet of cigarettes. No. He used to get to pull the foil out of his cigarettes and wrap, fold them so, and then put them into his um, teeth yeah. around his teeth. And then run around the house scaring the, the shit Jesus out of it. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. And you wonder why I am the way I yeah, am. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, my turn, I guess. Yo. So I've only read three books in my life. Yeah, so you've only got top three. Yeah, really. my, mine's a top three. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not true, but I did struggle. <laughs> hmm. I, I actually enjoy reading. I do, but I, I don't allow myself... Time. Enough time to do yeah. that, but uh, look, my one's um, probably going to start off very controversial and it's very mainstream. But I fell onto the um, bandwagon of uh, of um, Da Vinci Code, Dan Brown, when mm. it first came out, mm. and uh, one of the biggest selling books of all time. And so, oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, it was actually. It was actually did pretty good. Yeah, yeah. second to the Bible. <laughs> What about Fifty Shades of Grey, right? Well, that's right up there too, isn't it? Yeah. Hey? All those horny women. <laughs> Got nothing better to do. Yeah. No. Um, so look. Okay. Here's the thing. The book was book was good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah really pretty good, good right? Yeah. The movie was actually not that mm. great. Mm. But can I tell you, when I read the book... I had this visual imagination that goes on in your head while yeah. you're in the book. So when I watched the movie, visually, it was exactly what was in my mind. I kid you not. But guess what? I just didn't translate into a very entertaining film. It was okay. But yeah, weird, right? Yeah. But, but visually for me, when I read the pages and I looked at the movie, it was like, that's what I read. But it just didn't work as well as... Which is weird because often you do drift and it's rare yeah. that they get the characters, characterizations or that they cast them as you, you yeah. know, sort of imagine. Oh, look, it. to be honest with you, maybe um, what's the ma- main protagonist in Da Vinci's? Um, oh, I, I, um, I can't remember his name, but Langdon? I know the fla- self-flagellation priest. Oh, Silas, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, it's he was great. It's been since I've read it. So. so he was exactly how I mentioned, but yes. Tom Hanks was not exactly the uh, no, no, way. No. Other I mean, than I that, though... Yeah. Like the uh, the locations, the feel, and the colours of the, the yeah. film. Were yeah, they exactly, caught that, I think. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Tom Hanks was a bit off, but hey, we love him anyway. Did you but, read um, the second? No. I think it was Where, where, where Angels Fear the uh, Angels and Demons. Angels and Demons, yeah. 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 So that was, yeah. And then the third one was um, Inferno. Yeah, right. Your number four. My number four. Okay, so I've, whilst we said, like I was staying away from the classics, this is one that I read uh, quite Early in the piece, Mario Puzo's The Godfather. The Godfather. Which I think was just a f- Amazing wonderful, adaptation. Adaptation. wonderful adaptation. Of so it. how old were you when you read it? Can you recall? Uh, uh, 15, maybe, wow. six, 17, maybe, 16, 17. And you read it before the movie came out or wireless or after? Uh, well, that's a good question. Um, 
I would think I read it first and then went and saw the, the trilogy, like when right. got the trilogy out. So, yeah, I definitely read it first. Um, and I, I just, I loved it. So very, very faithful. Some of the subplots they picked up more in the second movie from the book, you know, but still what a wonderful adaption. And I yeah. think just, yeah, just a classic. Well, film. I can only talk from the movies and, and the movies are wonderful, but what is your favourite Godfather, either book and or movie? Oh, I can't. I'm, I, I, one Ooh, and two. You I'm, can't pick I'm, them I'm, apart. I'm, yeah. Not really. Uh, to me, they're just a single entity, I think. That's my argument with Kill Bill 1 and 2. Yeah. But well, no one lets me have that argument. It was split, Kill Bill, was it? Exactly. It's a, it's a single piece of Can work. you come back next week? Yes, I can. Good. I'm All here. Right. Sean doesn't need to come up anymore, right? We'll just ring him occasionally. Yeah, yeah. We'll just just, hey, listen, you remember your, your podcast? <laughs> the seat's still warm. Yeah. You can now call it a ring-in. <laughs> You're a bench warmer. Dialer Sean. <laughs> um, so my number four or number two <laughs> is – now this one's an interesting one. Um, it's I love Stephen King. I love Stephen King. And why wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. I love his writing, but I, I just love his world that he creates. You know, yeah. Sometimes he can be a little bit detailed <laughs> and descriptive. A little bit too descriptive about a particular. So his verbosity bores you. Is that what you yeah. say? <laughs> okay. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't you reckon? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's all good, right? And, and that's why none of his yeah. movies are quite yeah. quite there, right? But the Green Mile oh, yeah. for me was a, was a great book, but a really really solid film. Great and movie. great movie. Great movie, yeah. yeah. Like, who's who's one of the big standouts in that, that book? When you read the book, it was John Coffey, right? Yeah. John Coffey? Yeah, I think so. And he was like seven foot tall Massive. and, you yeah. know. And obviously when you're reading the book for the first time, you've got that imagination. You know, who could play that person or whatever? There was only one guy who could play that guy. Yeah, he was the biggest guy on earth. <laughs> no, and that was uh, Michael Clark His Duncan. bigger than my head. Who yeah. is... A great actor who is yeah. now passed away, unfortunately. Yeah. So, but he was like perfectly cast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Tom Hanks was in that as well. Is again, That's weird. Is you got a bit of Tom Hanks things going? If you go number three, is you know like is big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm branching out to Toy Story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? Because it's can't rub him. Yeah, Tom Hanks. Yeah. So. Um, oh, that's a great movie. I was actually considering that myself. Uh, now, here's the thing, for those who didn't know, um, Stephen King tried something very unique back in, when was it released? I'm going to say the, the mid to late the, 90s. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. And he released Green Mile episodically. Do you remember this? So he yeah. would release a volume every, I think it was maybe week or month for the for the 11 volumes or whatever it was. You have to go to the newsagent and It and was purchase. a news story, yeah. Yeah. Remember that? Yes. And they're really thin books. So you'd, you'd buy it and you'd fly, certainly someone like you too would just fly through it in like an hour or two. So they're almost like a... Um, they were, that's right. They yeah, almost like TV episodic. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Basically, now that you've mentioned it, yeah. I've still got one of the books actually. Really? Uh, one of the, the first edition. <laughs> anyway, so that's uh, yeah, my... Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's my, great movie. Yeah. What do you got for number three? Number three. So this is, uh, I don't know whether this actually is, uh, whether you're going to get me in trouble for this one. I'm going to get in trouble and you slap my wrist, but Shogun. So James Clavell. Yes. Fantastic book, Shogun. Uh, that was written in 75, but then the uh, NBC did a mini series in 1980. Oh, yeah, I remember Yeah, it. it's a five part. So it's been yes. released and uh, recently and been re-released, but... Um, 
Mate, what, what, what a saga. What an epic, epic adventure. So it follows Blackthorn quite uh, faithfully through his trials and tribulations in understanding feudal Japan and how uh, complex the the whole culture is. And to me, it was just a I loved the book. But so the it was series a mini series. So it didn't have like a second season. As it was just like a it was released as a, a as a mini as a series, six like parter correct, or so something like yeah, that. Yeah, five yeah, part I think, mini yeah, series. Yeah, yeah. So three hour five three hour sessions. I think it was. So mm. it was epic, uh, but. And interestingly enough, um, Clavel, who signed off on it, said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I want to, you know, get get it done. I want Sean Connery to play Blackthorn. You know, Richard, no way. Richard Chamberlain, uh, who yeah, ended up playing it, who I don't like. Weirdly enough, also was cast in the first Born. Tom Hanks. No, <laughs> <laughs> we needed Tom Hanks in there. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so so who was uh, he in the first Born? So Jason Bourne, like the Bourne series, was really there was a version of J- of Bourne. Oh yeah, way, way earlier, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. Ten years yeah, earlier, and that was Richard he, that Chamberlain was, Richard was, Chamberlain Bourne. was Bourne. Yes, yeah, which I fucking I hated it. Yeah. I hated it because he's just so insipid, right? Like he's not a tough guy. He's oh, I did yeah. my head in. I said that's all, not Bourne. That is not Bourne, right? And then so when I find out he's Blackthorn, but funnily enough, uh, Clavel wanted uh, wanted uh, Sean Connery to do Blackthorn. Which would have been unreal, but uh, he just yeah, back finished, in the day, he just right? finished doing uh, You Only Live Twice, which was filmed mainly in Japan, and he hated Japan, so he oh, said, "Nah, is that not right? a chance." Yeah, is that a true story? <laughs> yeah, he just laughed at him and said, "Nah, <laughs> <laughs> I see ya. I'm going back to LA." Yeah, <laughs> so I don't like. I know you haven't seen it, uh, but oh, what a what a visual and. and like it's a cinematography, mm. you know, dream. Oh, no, no, I've seen, me, I've seen episodes all... of Shogun. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. I just haven't read them. Yeah, before, very good. Yeah. Very good. Nice. Nice one. Okay. So well, I don't I'm know a... if that was allowed. Well, I'm okay but... with that. Yeah, you know cool. why? Because it's your top five. Yeah, cool. It's not mine. Yeah, there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. Now, speaking of my top three. <laughs> yeah, go. <laughs> so what I'll do is I'm going to give you my number one. And then when you're going through your twos and ones I might start some honourable mentions. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. the reason why I didn't because I could, you know, I've clearly read more than three books, but you know there wasn't anything in there that was just I could actually put in my top five to be well, honest. There, yeah, what that yeah. you'd read and watched yes. the movie or okay. Yeah. yeah, like I mean, you know, I could go to things like uh, you know Stephen King's Running Man. You know, great. You know, but it was or Blade know. Runner. Yeah, well, I haven't read Blade Runner, but yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah. so I'll go to number one and then I'll start my honourable mentions while mm-hmm. you bang on about your two and one, right? My number one is uh, quite easy for me and I I love courtroom dramas, right? Nice. They're one of my favourite um, subgenre or genres, mm-hmm. right? And this book by John Grisham yeah. uh, was also a spectacular film oh, and that was uh, by Joel Schumacher. And with a, just an amazing cast, and the movie was a time, time to, kill, to kill, and the book yeah. was a time to kill, and man, I have never read uh, page to screen like this. You know, the conversion, yeah, uh, the adaptation was just uh, for me. It was like spot on. Some of the characters, maybe like casting, maybe a little, little off, but you know, I'm being very picky. Yeah, I didn't see McConaughey, right? Right, mm. but I saw I saw Sandra Bullock. She was yeah. good. She was and Samuel L. Samuel yeah. Samuel L. And yeah, yeah. and and uh, obviously the Sutherlands, Kiefer yeah. and Donald. Yeah, yeah. Um, just a great film. Yeah, a great book. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. So to me, what I saw on the screen was exactly what I read and what I hoped for. 
and they were as good as each other. <clears throat> and they did a real good job. I, I don't know whether it's because, I mean, whether he had an input and so he was actually dictating the fact that I want you to keep – because the same with Pelican Brief and the same with The Firm. The Firm was – Oh, excellent. you're talking about Grisham? Yeah, Grisham. Because he yeah. had like last whether say he had, kind Yeah, of he thing, said, yeah. no, I don't want you to put out stuff that's, mm. you know. And the client? Shit, let's face it. Yeah. yeah. They're all they were pretty all, good. They're all pretty strong. Like the firm, I thought was very strong. Very strong. Mm. Um, they got it started to line up a little bit around Rainmaker with mm. Matt Damon. Was, you know, that was okay, but maybe yeah, that I was read the that book, so I don't nor did I. So maybe yeah. that's just the book itself, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, the client was good. Um, yeah, and there was a couple of other peace, peace, peacekeeper. Sorry. Yeah, not sure, anyway. but but he's been quite quiet. He actually. Um, Wrote a book not long ago that Sam was reading. Okay, my daughter, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I actually fell off my radar. I don't know why. I, I actually quite enjoyed the the firm and you know all the time to kill and, and Pelican Brief and all that sort of stuff. Why well, can't wait for your top two? Uh, I've... Yeah, I've got nothing, mate. What do you mean? Yeah, I just I ran out, <laughs> ran out. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so um, well, you'll you'll actually appreciate this is one of your top five if I. Remember correctly, not that I'm one of your best friends or anything, but you know. Uh, well, you're in my top five. Top five, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Fight Club. Oh yes, so by Chuck Palinchuk. Palinchuk. Palinbrook. Yeah, Palinbrook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, right. And a David so, Fincher, obviously one of your favourite directors oh, as well. Oh, yeah, probably yeah, top, what top a two. Brilliant, brilliant book. What a great adaptation and, and, and adaptation yeah. and a book that was on the blacklist mm. for a, mo- a book that you couldn't ad- adapt. It was a mo- it was a book that you you know it was you know it's about ten films. Oh, sorry, well, I keep saying films. Ten books that you could never adapt, no. and this is one of them. Yeah, and another one we'll talk about later because yeah, it yeah. could be your number one. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, and so I didn't know you actually read that book, yeah, yeah, Fight yeah, Club. Yeah, it's a, a homage to you know to how far can you push emotional content and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, to me, uh, amazing. Now amazing on top of movie. that, on top of that, um, obviously people don't know your flavor, so. Uh, Richard also loves um, one of your favourite actors is Brad Pitt. Yeah. 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 So put him into this uh, movie as well and David Fincher and Edward Norton, away you go. Yeah, exactly. So tell me then, when you were reading the book, you read the book before the movie was even a thought? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So how did did the twist play out? And obviously for those who – we have a bit of a rule here. I can't tell you. Yeah, you can we have a bit of a rule on the podcast. Um, if it's a theatrical movie, we are spoiler sensitive. But if it's been out for over a year, mate, you, you mm. don't, it's too bad. You should have watched it. And if we're talking about 1999's Fight Club, you should have bloody watched it by now. So, spoiler all you want. No, in the book, yeah. uh, how was the twist? How did the twist I'm play out? I'm not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Read the book, bro. <laughs> okay, awkward. Uh, no, so is it... Um, is it the same or is it completely different? Uh, no, no, it's, it's the same thing. So absolutely. Okay. So yeah, he, he, you don't, you don't realize you think this guy is his alter ego, like he's there. He is the nemesis. He yes. is the player. He is pushing him to the boundaries to find out how far you can go with, you know, emotion and twisting people's minds and all that sort of stuff. So, uh, yeah. And it plays, the, the movie is very faithful to that. Release of the tw- of, of we and you don't really cotton on to it in the book either because of the way it's written. Yeah. So it's uh it's as it's as unveiling as it is in the movie. I think. And did you think at the time that um uh you heard about the movie being made, did you think at the time going oh how are they going to make this? Or oh yeah, so it's similar to for me, you know, like as you said, you can't. There's some movies you just can't fathom. 
Yes. Uh, and, and look, you know, obviously a lot of the the subplot and the complexities is washed over because mm-hmm. you can't fit that much into a, into a movie, yeah. right? So, uh, And there's others like Dark Tower and that sort of stuff. You're just, you know, short of being a 15-part movie release and franchise. So why wasn't it that? Yeah, why wasn't it that is a a very good question, right? um, It lends lends itself really well to modern uh, day TV. You know, like The Walking Dead or Game of Thrones. I think it would have been been, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I think it would have been brilliant. Not a 97-minute film. Anyway, I don't want to... We'll get bogged down. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, well, let me think about honourable mentions uh, for me before you go on to your number one. Uh, clearly, one of my favourite films of all time is uh, Shawshank Redemption mm-hmm. and obviously a book, novella actually, adapted by uh, from Stephen King called Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, so uh, I haven't read Shawshank Redemption. So. Yeah. And, have um, you read the book? Or? No, no, I no, haven't. No, you, otherwise it would be in my top yeah, five. No, yeah, I haven't. Yeah. Um, just honourable mentions of what I... What you think. Yeah, yeah, what I think, yeah. So uh, Frank Darabont directed the film. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was uh, Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption. Well, I know it's been, yeah, it's a great movie that you, you have loved. Oh. And you've always had it right up there, right? Oh, it's so, always been there, yeah, yeah. 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 So um, you're number one. I, yeah, well, I think I, I might know what it is, I but, yeah. but I'm looking forward to hearing what your number one book to film adaptation of all time. Now, I'm can, uh, without saying, can I have a guess? Uh, well, I won't say what it is, but can I have a little hint of what it might be? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's one of these blacklist books that was not. You can never, never put it on the celluloid. Adapted. Yeah, you can never is put it, it on the celluloid. It's too epic. Yes. Yeah. So I'm I'm on the right track. Yeah. All right, I know what it is. Go on, girl. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what? There is nothing wrong with Gone Nothing Gong wrong Gong, with Gone right? I but love it, that It was movie. almost like they were written for each other. It's like The Abyss. Right? So James Cameron, I don't know if you watched The Abyss. No, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. So, yeah, so some a lot of people didn't remember catch it or, it, yeah, or yeah, yeah, catch it. But uh, I, I had, I, I've always loved the book, right? Because I read the book first, but I didn't realise the movie was made first and then the book. I just happened to read the book oh. and then think the movie was adapted from the book. So right. I almost had it in my top five, right? And then I actually, when I was having a look and researching, I said, oh, actually the book was followed, followed the movie because I was thinking, wow, how faithful is that <laughs> you know, to the book? And yeah, the characterization is insane. Like it's almost just spot on. How do you think? <laughs> and then I realized, yeah, that was written, you know, the other way around, which is not so common, right? It's not yeah. so common that the books actually yes. come out after the movie and because yeah. people generally say the book's always going to be better than the movie mm. and therefore the movie cuts out a lot because yeah. it's much more complex. But yeah, the book actually was this wonderful. Was word for Michael Crichton, yeah, it was, it was actually <laughs> wonderful. It was a really good book. But uh, yeah, so from I think reading my first uh, J.R. Tolkien book yeah, in when so I was, was 12 right. or yeah. 11, The Hobbit, that's an uh, epic read to, uh, to read that. Oh, The well, Hobbit, The sorry. Hobbit's not. No, yeah, Hobbit, yeah, I read The Hobbit when I'm about the same age, yeah. And I think that the, the insane thing is that you, re, you forget that uh, he wrote The Hobbit in 1937, right? So Crazy. And then Lord of the Rings was in 1956, 54, 54, yeah. right? So 54 and 56, I think, over the, the three books were released. So it was too big. And... 
I remember when in the eighties, right, trying to sort of see them. There was a cart, there was an attempted cartoon yes, release of Lord yeah. of the Rings, and it was so disappointingly bad. Like it was just you couldn't watch it. Oh. And they, they didn't even finish that. It was so epic. That's when I don't give up. We're tired. Yeah. Of, well, we're tired of drawing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, mate, I mean, I'll tell you what, what, I mean, uh, hats off to Peter Jackson. Oh, just, yeah. Oh, my God, what a... I Imagine mean, what was going through his head when he was filming those movies. I would have like, been so excited, but it would have been like my renovation, mate. It's been like, oh, please finish. <laughs> it goes on for seven years. Help me finish. Please help me finish. <laughs> oh, what an epic journey. I, I just, oh, I just, you know. I thought that, I thought that Tolkien wrote Lord of the Rings during the war, when he was at war, is that... No, no, it was fifty four. Fifty four. Well, yeah, might, well, he well actually it was a concept from about nineteen forty. Right, because I was going to say fifty. It was released right, yeah. in fifty four, so it was published yes. in nineteen fifty four. But yes, he definitely from the Hobbit. He had it. was actually going to be another short story, right? But <laughs> from so he would have been thinking about it from nineteen thirty seven, like after he finished the Hobbit, yes. and it was going to be just and then the Silmarillion was going to be that three, not the Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, and the Silmarillion. And then that ended up being something totally different and unreadable. But Lord of the Rings became obviously this. I think his publishers actually encouraged him to break it out into three, three and expand right. upon that idea and concept. So Okay. Uh, and I just think the movies are epic and outstanding yeah. and just a cinematography, you know. Oh, they're, they're amazing. They joy. really are. I mean, yeah, it's unfortunate what they did with The Hobbit and they broke it yeah. up into three films and that should never have happened. That should never have happened and they shouldn't have added in some of the stuff they did. But no. Look, you know, I'm not going to – you can't hold it against it. You've also got to cater for an audience that, you know, doesn't have the patience that you can't – reading those books now, it's – oh, man, it's it's hard work, right? Because they're, right. they're, they're, they're old now and it's a different pace and a different yeah. way of writing and most people don't get that. It's like reading a classic. I don't know if you've read a – a Jane, you know what I mean? Going back classic, and reading, yeah, not really. Cla- and and they're very, very different in their writing. I mean, I, re- I read like uh, To Kill a Mockingbird and you know stuff like that. But mm. yeah, but Great Expectations and all those like they're very uh, words on a page were very different. They were you know lyrical and evocative and and there was a way you wrote mm. and you know that it was important. That was almost like poetry and, yeah. and and it meant something. But now it's like oh let's just we've got to chuck in some yeah. adventure and action. now it's like to be or what yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah to be or what <laughs> <laughs> what was the question yeah. so yeah, so that's it yeah honourable mentions uh, we have um, just go through a few that I think should be worth looking there's a lot of guys out people out there listening going oh what about this what about that sure, I'm sure yeah right? I've got heaps. Um, we've talked, well, we didn't really talk about Bourne. We covered Bourne a little earlier indirectly. Yeah, but I'd like to just, maybe a comment, just like what, I'm just so disappointed by what they did with Bourne because the books, the Ludlam books, the, the three, you know, Ultimatum, the, the Bourne Identity, Supreme and, and Ultimatum. Ultimatum are three of the best books I've ever read and their complexity and their twists and the fact that it was all about Carlos the Jackal, the master assassin, and he thought he was him because his trail kept leading him down that path. But what he was doing, he was the he was the assassin. So that, that was, was all lost in the films, good wasn't it? Good versus bad, right? Yeah, yeah, it was just unreal. Yeah. I never read the books, and I love the Bourne series, yeah. right? I was very, dis- but I don't yeah. know what I was missing. Yeah, know? exactly. It could have been so much more. And Matt Damon was. Well, how was Matt Damon oh, he, as a Bourne? I like the fact that it was Bond. gritty, and it was you know it's that sort of that new sort of you know shortcut edits, yeah, fight yeah. scenes, and you know quite quite fast action paced and that sort of stuff. So that was fine. It just to me, it just when it drifts off, it just annoyed the shit out of me. 
JK is worth a mention, JK Rowling with Harry Potter. I of mean, course. that was just an absolute phenomenon, right? In actual fact, my daughter's reading them all again as we speak. I didn't put them in because I haven't read the books, but yeah. I, uh, next, after speaking to Sammy just before, I'm, yeah. I'm going to because uh, having seen the movies, I thought, oh, no, they're you know, a bit probably young and... <laughs> but I think she, she reckons they're worth reading. Well, so I mean, I'm, given that fantasy is your favourite you know, genre I think of I just book, got to tick the box, right? Yeah, so. I think you do. Um, what else what I had? About, what, yeah, what did you have? What about R. R. George R. R. Martin and Game oh, of Thrones, right? Got, got, gotage. Yeah. No, so this is an interesting one because obviously, you know, um, unusually he is still writing, but the film, uh, the TV series is now kind of overtaken where he was up to. Is that correct? correct? Yeah. yeah. And I think so how do you feel about better, that? I think they're better for it. Right. I think series seven, wherever it is, we're up to, uh, is better. Is probably one of the best. Look, he, he, uh, he. I don't know whether it's uh, something that that publishing companies make authors do, because they want to just drag it out as long as they can and get as much cash in their pockets. But you know, he is like Robert. Just like they do with movies when they go part one and part two. Correct. Like in breaking up, you know, Hunger Games into part one or whatever. Like you know, silly. Yeah. Stop, right? Yeah. So, but I, I think, you know, hats off to HBO, yeah, or whatever. The production HBO, of yeah, that yeah. is yeah. is oh, just unbelievable. It's the best, the best sort of full-length series that you've ever, ever had, I reckon, and, and had mm. the, the joy of watching. And having read the books, you, you know, you get so much more out of that. A lot of people that just did their heads in the first two seasons, I can't follow Who's doing what? Well, I mean, you know the story because you were with me, but the way I was introduced to Game of Thrones is through you. And we literally watched the first two or three seasons together and I had to get you... Ooh. <laughs> thunder lightning. <laughs> yeah. We just had a big uh, thunder crack here in the uh, Studio 2. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, my dog is very, very... Uh, I've got an anxious uh, moodle who needs to come in because he hates thunder. Hello, Forrest. <laughs> you sit, buddy. All right. So, um, yeah. What so else have you, got? you were uh, you were literally at the end of every, every episode. You were giving me a one on one on what yeah. was going on and who was who. And I honestly think, without you saying that to me, helping me through through that, I would have given up. I think. Oh, so many people did. I think. Yeah. Just, yeah. My sister is a super smart girl, but yeah, it's just, it just doesn't remember the names and who like she just, you know. And then if you don't do, remember that, that that's uh, yeah, it, it spoils it a bit. But uh, I, I tell you the knowing about the, the red wedding, you know, yeah. just waiting for people to for that episode <laughs> to come up. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, watching reactions. You mentioned uh, Michael Crichton before, obviously yep. Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park as well. Yep. I thought that was worth. I read a, that very early nod. that book, and same with he also did uh, Timeline. Timeline, yeah. Yeah, which was yeah, a bit of a B grade movie, but not bad. Yeah. But a great, great read, and translates very well into cinema. You know, I think yeah. same with um, you know, there's some. I, I think uh, Matthew Riley would Matthew be Riley, great yeah. See, see, that's the thing, right? So Matthew Riley has never been adapted to film, yeah. which is crazy. He's sort of slated to, right? And then yeah, I think well, Contest Disney bought the rights, yeah. and then yeah, then they lost it, and I just find that really strange because you know you don't read much faster than a Matthew Riley nah, film, right? You just know, book beginning sorry. to end, yeah, fun. Right? Page so, turns, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, watch this space. That he will, he yeah, will be. Adapted. Will, they will be. Yeah, but yeah. I just hope it's not like a, 
you know, American Assassin where it's done by a B grade oh, sort of, yeah. you know, effort. So. What else do you have? Anything else? Yeah, I've got one I want to call out, which I think was sensational, and the European version with the girl with the dragon oh, tattoo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that was I love both the Hollywood excellent. and the uh, Danish. I haven't seen the Hollywood films. one, right, because I didn't want to wreck it, because to me the books, you know, they had this, that European feel. Yes. And the movies caught it so well. I thought it was, yeah, really, really well done. So yeah, okay. Yeah, definitely. I've got, um, what have I got? Uh, you could go to Schindler's List, of course. That was a it was a book adapted by Spielberg and mm-hmm. an amazing film. Um, the Exorcist was um, a book uh, mm-hmm. adapted by William Friedkin. And, um, Can we talk about one that I think is close to our hearts as well? Which one? Jack Reacher. Jack Lee Reacher. Child, right? Yeah. Great books. Yeah, let's have a chat. Where do so, we start? <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about uh, maybe the casting of. No, let's talk book. about no. Let's talk about Lee Childs. Let's talk about how many books are there? Oh, there's seventeen, fifteen, sixteen, whatever it is. I don't, Something yeah, like that. Yeah, I've read about thirteen of them, maybe. I think at this stage, so right. I've got a few more to go. So the first book they chose to adapt was One Shot. One Shot, right? Yeah. Which was, can you recall where that was? Or maybe okay. I thought that was a really good book to choose. I mean, sorry, I haven't read any of the books, right? But the story of Jack, the first Jack Reacher out of the one shot, I really, really enjoyed. It was just slightly different than the usual It was actually a great book to, I mean, it was a great one to pick as a first, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Now, then gets to uh, the the main character, Jack. So who did you, when you're reading the 13 books of the 15 that you've read, who did you have in mind who could possibly play Jack Reacher? Not Tom Cruise. Not Tom Cruise. So, a lot, so many people have said that, but I'm not going to harp on it. But yeah, so, so he's he's a huge 220 pound blonde detective, right? So yeah. a Tom Cruise, right? Yeah. However, <coughs> pardon me. Having said that, uh, I, I it, that that didn't bother me at all because you know John. Uh, so Tom Cruise can well, he's larger uh, really, than he's life, got a right? huge yeah. he's got a huge status uh, yes. when he's in a when he's in a scene, right? So. He can hold it, and he could hold it, and it, and it was believable. The I know all, all of us who have read the, the books. You go, what the? Yeah, are they thinking right? Yeah. But it was a passion project, right? So, so go with it, right? So yeah. you know, I don't mind him as an actor. He's in, as we discussed before, he's great. So he's engaging, and he owns the scene. So that's what Reacher does, mate. He owns the space. So, so the first the first movie was the right book to choose. I think they did it really well, and. Um, chose to adapt and and i really love the first one i was so excited for this to become a franchise right so excited a little like you know a smaller action film it wasn't like you know big budget kind of thing it was just like a grounded action film with a wonderful wonderful character character central character right in jack reacher then they do the second one which is never look back Mm -hmm. yes yes never look back yeah uh, which book was that in the series? Can you recall? Or? Uh, it was actually yeah, probably eight or something like that or whatever it was right. uh, down the track. And uh, not not one of the not one of the not the book they should have gone for. I don't know. They should have done. You know, well, for me, this was a misfire. Yeah, big, big for the second for the second film. Um, I don't know why introducing you know family and or, or kids and and other other. Better halves and, and trying to get that whole balance. And I, I know. You know, you can see it. It was just a whole bunch of. Well, what they did know. is it removed Jack Reacher from the central character. Correct. Right? And you need to establish him for a good few few episodes. 100%. Before, yeah. yeah. Do three or four films you just with him kicking else. ass. Yes. On the run, whatever it might be, or a little assignment yeah. that he gets. Yeah. 
Because he's uncompromising, this guy, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's just, he's a machine. He's a, he's a force to be reckoned with and a machine and he gets shit done. You know, that's that's what he's about, right? So having someone then, that you know, a girl that's just as tough as him and that sort of stuff. Uh, Takes away from fine him. further yeah. down the track. 100%. But, but it kind of you lose what two. he is, which is what which 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 is what should build the franchise, I think, you know. Yeah. So and really, it's just the wrong really disappointing. I, I really wish they you know, I was really hopeful for that franchise, but you look at yeah, I don't know what the planning is, whether they're planning out coming out with another one, but uh, Well they might struggle a little bit. Well I think, they will, but, right? Um, so what about uh, American Psycho? Did you ever no. read that well, Brett Easton oh, Ellis? Look, I read or? the book, but it was so long ago I can't remember it, so I um I didn't put it in my... What about uh, Thomas Harris's uh, Silence of the Lambs? No. Didn't read read that? I I did. I did read the book, but I... Oh, right. I didn't um, have it in my top five, but um, it was, again, I can't really comment on the book because it was that long ago and my memory... He's letting me down, bro. <laughs> I'm scared from the thunder. <laughs> it's a horrible night here on the Central Coast. Um, the other one that I love um, is, again, Stephen King. I mean, I'm just a massive fan, but uh, The Body. Do you remember The Body? No. Yeah, The Body is uh, Stand By Me. Yeah, no, don't, don't. Oh, Rob Reiner okay. directed. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, The Body okay. is... Uh, I, I mean, I love that movie. It's one of my favourite movies of all time. I've spoken a lot about it on the podcast, of course. You know? mm. he's, got, he's got such a great body of work. I mean, I've, I've, the oh. movies that I have seen and read the books, are, you know, you've got Cujo, you've got... Uh, yep. Christine. Christine, you've Carrie. got... The, well, Carrie. you've got the one... What's the one where the, uh, he's the writer and he, she bashes it? Oh, Misery. Misery, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pet Cemetery. Uh, the cemetery, it, it yeah. Uh, which is just, uh, I haven't oh, seen it. the latest one, right? It would have been in my top five, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I didn't mention that. Uh, and interestingly enough, guess what they're coming out with? I've just sort of heard. A Stephen King? Yeah. Adaptation. One that, uh, again, was, so you go, how do you capture that? Because the book's like, it's massive, right? One of his biggest. Uh, and it's uh, oh, The uh, Stand. The Stand, yeah. as a movie. Four movies. Yes. Because yeah. it's only been a mini series, yes, like yeah. a telly, yeah. telly movie, telly, telly, yeah, Shitty which wasn't, telly which movie. wasn't very captivating. But apparently, they're going to spend big bucks and they're going to uh, do it faithful, faithfully to the, you know, a faithful reproduction. So, well, they had the chance with Dark Tower and they've lost it. So, no, Josh Boone, he's direct, he's going to direct it. No, yeah. very excited. He's he's super excited. What about, about Philip K. Dick? Have you read Blade Runner? Did you read Blade Runner? No. Uh, no. no. Yeah. All right. Well, that's about all I've got for honourable mentions. What about you? Uh, yeah, mate, I think we've exhausted them. Exhausted? I don't want to sort of um, yeah, carry on too much. Uh, I, 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 you know, the things that upset me, I think, were the Bourne series, which I think could have been absolute classics, the Towers and all that sort of stuff. Uh, John Le- Tinker Taylor, Soldier Spy is one I've, you know, the found that I found the book put me to sleep. Yeah. But apparently the movie's really good. So, no. Oh. And- Tinker Taylor Soldier. Yeah, right, okay. It's a boy. Is that a minus well. one? No, no, that, that your, was not was aimed that your, at you. Was that, that your, was not aimed at you. Was that your... Okay. You set me up. <laughs> oh, it's Doesn't coming, matter how buddy. you play the game, bro. You lose. It's coming. It's minus one. Okay, well, good. that's it for uh, my top five for this week. And now we're moving on to... Shite Impressions. <laughs> So, Shite Impressions is a new segment. New? 
new. Shade only, impressions. Shades. Shade shades impressions. impressions. Yeah. Now, we only started last week right. and it was an absolute mess. Okay. okay. <laughs> we worked out one thing. We learned one thing. What? We're Can't shades. Impressions. And for impressions. <laughs> We're true to the yeah, we're true to the, the segment. Topic. Yeah, yeah. We are shit, man. Oh my god, it was horrible. And and I pulled out my best one first. I said, let's do Arnold, you do? Arnold oh, Schwarzenegger, okay. which I'm usually pretty good. So but when you put your... under pressure, oh, it's horrible. Yeah, well, uh, right. What was your line? Oh, um, well, Sean had. It's a, it's not a, a tumor. Not a tumor. Mm. Okay. Well, I think I had considerate a divorce. Yeah. It was just, anyway, you'll see what. So this week, I thought we're not going to be any better this week. <laughs> this week, though, um, obviously, uh, Dickie and I have a, a massive um, background in martial arts. We've been doing martial arts all our life. We love film. We love doing the art itself, and so forth and so on. So we've just been around it our whole life. So I thought, what better person to uh, do a shite impression of? Then our our icon, our idol, Bruce Lee. Bruce. (laughs) How do you feel about that? I am very excited. (laughs) (laughs) So you can see he's starting to get method now. He's starting to transform into Bruce Lee. (laughs) Why? Oh, wow. Okay, so what we do is we have two lines each, right? You'll do a line, then I'll do a line. And then you'll do your second line, and then I'll do my second line, right? Okay. And it's, it's not a competition. Okay. Although maybe it is. It is. It's always a competition. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's a competition. So, um, do you want? Do you want to go first? Um, no, you go first. Right. So you're the, I'm going to start with an easy so. one. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so my line uh, for Bruce Lee. All right. <clears throat> I'm just, I'm just getting Get into character, in, right? Oh, just, just give me a second. Up. I'm just going to shut up. Right? Oh, <laughs> we're, uh, that's a hot box already. No, no, come on, man. I've had an enema. You're trying to put me off. That's <laughs> <laughs> all coming out now, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, just getting into character. Bruce Lee, you are putting me off. I know. <laughs> oh. Oh Sorry. This okay. will definitely well, be the last gonna, podcast. This is going to be one of the funniest things I think I've ever heard. Okay, ready? <clears throat> Jason doing bulls. <laughs> Don't think. Feel. That's nice. it. Don't think. Feel. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, You've done very well uh, there. I don't know. Yeah, he has this ability to, he hangs on words and he's very yeah, passionate, right? So, but he's got a kind of a semi-Asian accent and semi-American and all that sort of stuff. So it's So it's what's your character. first line? You're going to be... I'm doing his, uh, I'm going to do his, um, his uh, water. Oh. Water. Oh, like the actual yeah. um, scene or... No, yeah, just the, the lines are, empty your mind, be formless, shapeless. Like water. Now you put water in a, a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water in a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put water in a teapot, it becomes <laughs> the teapot. Water can flow. Water can crash. Be water, my friend. <laughs> you almost got there. <laughs> you almost got there, man. That was very good. You almost summoned Bruce Lee from the dead. That was yeah. 
That's hard. To oh, do. that was good though. I like that. It was okay. a mix between Bruce Lee and some um, European <laughs> dude, but <laughs> but that's what he's got. A, he's got a mixed accent. It's yeah, American yeah. slash. There you go. So my next, okay. my one's a little bit longer than the other one. So let's see if I can do this one. Okay. Concentrate on the finger, or you will miss all that heavenly glory. I've, I've, I've come down from that. I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted from that brilliance. <laughs> you're really, uh, you were drawing him right in. Wasn't oh, that? That I was love it. you, Bruce. That was Bruce Lee. <laughs> there, right? yeah, I'll listen back and go, oh my God, that was horrible. If you had abs, I would have thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a six pack in the esky. I thought you would be tall. <laughs> All right, what's your second okay, line? So this one is from Fist of Fury. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Why do you kill my man? We've redlined on the audio. Why do you kill my man? Oh, I love it. My favourite scene. Oh. <laughs> Remember when he's got that guy up against the post? Uh. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh. We could be a... A classic movie. Dicking eye off and walking out, you know, in the street after, <laughs> like going from a pub to another pub or something, and next minute you hear, you hear this in the background, why you kill my man? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's looking around, especially when we're in Chi- Chinatown. In Chinatown or in Eastwood, yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit different, a bit weird. Yeah, all right, I think that was okay. I think we got there. Yeah. I, but it's still shite impressions. Well, look, funnily enough, uh, Schwarzenegger is actually... You know, unless you nail it, you sound stupid. I know, right? But mm. I've nailed it before, so I was very disappointed. You've never nailed the Schwarzenegger? I think I have. No, no. I think that's a figment. I was really drunk one time. Not a tumor. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Every I reckon... time I'm drunk, I nail it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I Funnily say to enough. myself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I reckon now's a good time. How about um, I give Sean a call? Sure. Just see where he's at yeah, in yeah, Brizzy. Yeah, if you can't get by without one night without your mate. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know he's got, I'm going to hear about it, mate. Oh, if I, I know. don't, you I know, know. I've I got know. He'll feel left out. He'll start crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and we might even see how he goes. Maybe with, see if uh, he wants Bru- a tissue. <laughs> Bruce Lee uh, Do impression you know you as well. Do you want a tissue? So we'll just get Sean on the line. I have no idea where he is or what he's doing at the moment. But Hey, you've got no signal. Sorry, I missed your call. Please leave a message and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Why you kill my master? Why you kill him? Wada! Wada! Oh, that was disappointing. That was terrible. Didn't you prep him? Didn't you say well, maybe he's actually on wait se- for a call? Maybe he's on set. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Anyway, well, if he calls back, we'll look out for that. Otherwise... Jeez, <sighs> we we'll just have to do without him, Jace. How are you mm. going to cope? Are you going to be able to cope? Everything all right? Do you want a tissue? Guess what? What? We've made it to the last segment of the night. I was nervous. You know what I find, though? We're, I've been a bit serious. We've been a bit serious. Have I been a bit serious? 
Oh, I think you've been hilarious. No, I think we've been a bit serious. We need to sort of maybe mix it up a bit. Well, this is what this segment's about. Oh, great. Because it's called Two Guys and a Bucket. And you'll know exactly how pissed we are by the time we get to this segment. Okay. Yeah. So, here we go for Two Guys and a Bucket. What Two guys and a bucket. This is our last segment of the night. This is our, you'll know how much we've had a lot to drink. Okay, bye. Who has? Who has? I haven't been drinking. I can't believe you get someone like me, a fit specimen that's fucking fill about six packs and fitness, and you make me drink beer. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? Why? I'm looking at a stand-up full-size cutout of Connor, Ma- Connor McGregor, and uh, yeah. I feel like a shabby fat fella. <laughs> Now, um, okay. this is our last segment of the night. Now, how this works, my friend, yes. is I pick a, a a name out of a word out of a bucket that's been sent in by all our listeners. Right. And then we'll just kind of bring to the surface what that word means to you, whatever that might be. And we, we go down the nostalgic world of movies and TV as we naturally do So anyway. it's sticking with that kind of theme, but yeah, around but that we could word. Yeah, but we'd be prepared to go off topic. Oh, well, We'll yeah. go off road, right? Of course. Yeah. yeah. And where does the bucket come into it? Well, the bucket. Oh, the, that's what we pull the word from. Look at that. Ah, I'm just grabbing ooh. the okay. word now. Nice. Okay. Be nice. Be gentle. It's my first time. We should have <laughs> led with this. <laughs> and my brain was working. <laughs> was it an anime or was it a? Uh... Oh man! Don't talk about it. Don't remind me. All right. <laughs> the word. Nightmares. You ready for it? Yeah. The word is. Ooh, interesting. It's stance. Stan? Stance. Dance? Stance. <laughs> you're messing like with my lisp. Stance, as in yeah, you're making a stance. Yeah, like oh. making a stance. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So stance. what do we make of that making a stance? What's coming? What's coming? Uh, stance. Oh, my gosh. Oh, ah. Thanks, viewers. Yeah, yeah, they're listeners. <laughs> they're not viewers. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's all my TV work. <laughs> I've just come off the set. I'm straight from theatre and TV. Yeah. Ready? Say it again, this one. Okay, 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 okay. We will not go quietly into the night. Oh, I... We will not stop without a fight. <laughs> I can't remember the rest of it. What's this? Phil Pullman. Mm. This is uh, this is uh, Independence, uh, Day. Independence Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did I say? Im- Im- Impotence Day. <laughs> it's Impotence Day. We will not On go July quietly into that good night. Yeah. <laughs> we celebrate soft arms. <laughs> the first erection ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is like a flag pulling thing. Yeah, it's like we Americans are unreal. Yeah. Independence Day. So. Stance, how does that, so they're making the stance yeah, against the aliens. Yeah, aliens. Oh. I just, I was, what I was trying to do is think of speeches in movies, you know, like or like just gathering mm. together and, and, you know, empowering the people to take a stance. Mm. <laughs> I went straight to Independence Day. Yeah. 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 The highbrow film American. of the, uh, <laughs> we, we're American. <laughs> of we're the unreal. 90s, yeah. We're unreal, we're our best. Okay, so I'm going to go somewhere. Okay, so a stance to me, that's the immediate thing that comes to your brain, right? So you're talking about. You know, it could be good versus evil, making the stance, standing up, yeah. fighting for what you believe in, protection, 
yep. that sort of vibe. So I'm going back to my uh, Japanese influence mm-hmm. and one of the greatest movies and... Oh, is that oh, your Lord. phone? No, look, I'm sorry, man. It was, oh, my god! I've got it on silent. I don't know where that even came from. You've had from. it on silent all night. You had failed. Unbelievable. I don't know where that happened. You are not passing uh, go. So you are not collecting $200. <laughs> get out! <laughs> go on, get... Get your bucket and go! <laughs> okay, I'll take my bucket. Oh, damn it. Who filled my bucket? Um, so, Akira Kurosawa, The Seven Samurai, right? And the reason why oh, it's so... Yeah. Like, it's an epic... So, you know, the peasants want help in protecting their village and the bandits are coming to get and then the samurai, you know, these one or two samurai build up a posse of seven that are going to end up protecting. So it becomes this famous and it's a very, it's a great movie. Mm. Not everyone can watch it, but um, great movie. But Magnificent Seven is the Western version of, of Seven of Samurai. That, of the Seven Samurai, yeah. So to me nice. that is the epitome of what it is. It's the yeah. the seven good guys up against the... Indomitable forces of evil, or what so, about uh, Gladiator? Russell Crowe's character taking the ultimate stance, right? I guess. Well, he does. He's doing it against uh, his. Uh, well, it's it's all it's a, it's a revenge pot, really, isn't it? But, yeah. Uh, so I. But he think, stands up and he rises for the people. Have I had too many beers? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Does he rise for the people? He hates the people. He's, Does he know? Yeah, because yeah, he feels like he's just being put on show, right? Yeah. He's a slave. So, yeah, but yeah, but slavery. So he fights against that. Mm. He fights against everything. And he then he ends up using it to get to what he wants, right? But on the same vein, 300, one of the greatest movies. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So 300 well, dudes against versus, the entire Persian army. Yeah, 100,000 right? so Persian army, yeah. The Battle of Thermopylae or whatever yeah. it is. So this is Sparta. Oh, what a great, yeah. man, just the whole concept, right? It's all fiction, but what a great concept. I mean, I just think it's unreal. Do you remember, uh, sorry? And a great movie. But, oh, great movie, yeah. 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 Um, and it started that kind of slow-mo action fighting. Speaking of fighting... Yeah. What did we used to do in Taekwondo when you'd line us up and we'd get ready? We would fall into... Yeah. No, we'd yeah. fall into uh, f- to fighting stance. Yeah. Fighting stance. Nice. See what I did? Yeah, I see what you did there. Stance. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Which leads us to... Ready stance, fighting stance, front stance. Yeah. Back, Back stance. stance. All that. <laughs> Cat, cat stands. Let's have a dance, dance. <laughs> yeah. Here's so, the one. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're into martial arts. So why, what's some of the best um, fight scenes you've ever seen? Oh, gosh, this could be epic. <laughs> Did I just shit. open a can of worms? I think you might have. Well, they weren't, they're not worms. It's like a really nice can of tuna or something. It's really like edible. And, you sound like the Joker. Heath Ledger's Joker. down and yum. Uh, well... And we could talk about this all night, right? So let's start from, I don't know, let, let me think. Uh, you want to start bigger? Do you want to go best martial arts films maybe? And uh, then go dig down into fight scenes. Let's build up to the best. The best, best of the best. Let's go okay. from good to the best. Right. Okay, In so. Martial arts or just Yeah, martial scenes? arts. Yeah, so let's go. So stand. So. So there's different martial arts. So uh, Akira, Steven Seagal, mm-hmm. who I was on the Weinstein list, I might add, bringing it back to that. Uh, but 
the um, oh really? Yeah, yeah. He's been dobbed in by a couple, of, but not as bad as the others. They just said he exposed himself or something. Yeah, right. Ridiculous. But uh, so Nico above the law and uh, hard to kill. Yep. Off, he went off the tracks after that, but for the for the first couple of his movies, were brilliant. Absolutely. I'm going to say Nico the, above the law. The martial for me. arts in it was. Were spot on. Yeah, Nico Above the Law was just amazing for me. The first time I watched that, I was really blown away. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you don't see a kiddo in uh, no. in in movies in general, right? No, like, not very often. So, okay, and he's actually a sixth degree black belt. Yeah, he's he's, very he knows good. what he's doing. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's. And, oh, oh my man, gosh! Look, it's it's on silent and it's it's off. I don't understand how it, it's my family just going ballistic. I'm just going to switch it off. <laughs> or take a photo. <laughs> it's a selfie of my dick. It's like just right there. <laughs> oh no! Oh my Sorry gosh! It's become so unprofessional. I oh, know, right? Yeah, a couple of beers and that's okay, man. We're all about professionalism oh, exactly, on the show. Yeah. I came over here to be professional. So, Keto, what else have we got in martial arts? Uh, Van Dam was uh, karate. Yeah. So look, uh, no retreat, no surrender. Oh. Where he was One, a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And then remember, he did that split on the ropes in the corner. He just—it was the first time you sort of see uh, this from no retreat, no retreat, no surrender. Oh, remember yeah. in the boxing ring, ring, and he's just got his feet up and oh, he's just yeah. waiting in yeah. that corner with his full split, and you just go, "What the?" It was actually fuck? over the split. Yeah, yeah. over, over one hundred eighty degrees, yeah. right? And you just go, "Oh my god, <laughs> who is this guy?" I know. Yeah, right? he could hardly speak any English. He was just a yeah. nasty little bastard. Yeah. Um, but he, well, okay, so his best movies for me would have been oh, like Bloodsport. Yeah. And Kickboxer. Kickboxer. Yeah. I, I which are pretty much the same film. <laughs> yeah, Double Impact <laughs> of, and Time Cop actually were two that were kind of... I do like them, but bad. I reckon I, uh, Double Impact is aged. Yeah, right. And I'm not sure about Time Cop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, I don't think any of them would do great. Time Cop actually watched for nostalgic sake uh, not so long ago. But it was okay. Oh, so I watched Kickboxer not long ago. Uh-huh. And yeah, look, it's because you remember the way it was. It was fine. It was good. But I really, I really want to watch Bloodsport, and mm. it's hard. It's hard to get. It's hard th- to find. And I think the thing was, you know, martial arts. The, the editing of the fight scenes was very like so. You had it was very fully choreographed yes. and very fully. And like whereas a now it's a lot. You don't people can look great without doing any martial mm. arts. A lot of us coming out of Philippines yeah. and, and Thailand. Yeah, and yeah, we've got to talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk Dar- about that. <laughs> in a minute. So, uh, Don't get us started. No. Oh, sorry, we have. <laughs> <laughs> but so I think where, where the full-length choreographed, they, they, they don't date well now. Like yes. they, they Unless they're done superbly, which we'll get to, the only guy that can do them yeah. just fucking magnificently. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, his... <clears throat> yeah, they don't wash very well for me. So who else? We, oh, I mean, obviously. And we obviously improved in our martial arts skill as well, right? So you go, well, that's not right. Yeah, true, yeah. true. Yeah. Um, and what about, uh, I mean, obviously Bruce Lee, yeah? Well, can we talk? Oh, you want to park So in? there's a couple other things I wouldn't okay. like. So what about Jackie Chan just as a... Uh, oh, yeah, let's okay, do so, Jackie Chan. So he was a uh, Kung Fu. No, yeah, Wing Chun. So he was a uh, Wushu, right? So Southern yep. you know, Wushu uh, style... And more, uh, which is more acrobatics, right? So, but yeah. he was a stuntman. He started off as a stuntman, obviously, very good at kung fu and that sort of stuff. But you would argue that he wasn't a fighter. But some of the most awesome and epic fight scenes, you can't 
tonight for pure watchability. Like and, and, and the stunt work in that oh, too. Like he just, just threw himself the, at it. Mate, you know? he is a legend. The right? first time I saw Rumble in the Bronx, yeah. I was like, who is this guy? Yeah. I did see him before that, but um, well, I think that was one of his first big Hollywood breakouts. Yeah, yeah Rumble, it was the first... It was like the American. end of the dragon of, of, yes, of him, right? So, Jackie. Yeah, so, you know, Battle Creek Brawl was another one that was kind of on the verge, the verge of yeah. westernisation. Westernization, yeah. A bit more money behind the, it from yeah. the, uh, yeah, Asian. And that was brilliant too. Production. Yeah. And then Police yeah. Story and those. Police Story 1, 2, 3. Rum in the Bronx was the yeah. biggest. Drunken yeah. Master. Yeah. Oh, mate, just some absolute, the the mall scene in Police Story. Yeah. You, you, you just you got to watch it. Uh, yeah, Rumble in the Bronx. Then the famous ladder scene in whatever what movie that was. Yeah, too um, many of them. But yeah. He was also, I talked about this last week on the podcast. I didn't mention this part. But uh, I talked about Cannonball Run too. Mm, mm. He was actually in Cannonball Run. Yeah, uh, that's right. One and yeah. two. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. He was the sidekick of one of the drivers, wasn't he? Yes. So, I, you know, he was... Yeah, he he was the two Asian guys who were in that real tech car. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's one of them? But he wasn't the sidekick. He wasn't the actual driver. I think. Oh, oh right, yeah, maybe yeah. he was a sidekick. I'm not so sure. I wonder. So that was obviously definitely you know, well before. So that was kind of must have been his first foray yeah. into America. Early eighties or something. Yeah, right? Cannibal Run. Yeah, but he was actually in um, Enter the Dragon, Bruce Lee. What? He was a stuntman in Bruce Lee. He was the guy that got. Number five in the cave scene, you know, where Bruce Lee goes through with the Arnie mm. sticks. Yeah. <laughs> he was number five where he just cops it straight <laughs> on the head. Like, no <laughs> way. Yeah. And he was the one then, consequently, because he got actually Bruce Lee hit him. As soon as the scene cut, Bruce Lee runs up to him and goes, yeah, are you okay? And then, oh, oh he fakes it. He goes, oh, no, not so good. Yeah, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so every time Bruce Lee looked at him, he'd go, oh, oh, oh not so good. I and never knew go, that. And then, so every time it was double, double pay or something, Bruce Lee, oh, get, get him to do it, right? So, yeah, so Jackie Chan was... No like, way. Yeah, he was one of the stunt guys in... in Gosh, that's mm, fate. Mm, mm. So he's that 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 to me is is uh, brilliant. And who, then we, who else? Well, well, then I went into. Um, can we go into Tony Jaa's era? On yeah? back, on back, on back, on back two, on back three. Mate, that's another. So that was an explosion of we hadn't seen before, right? Yeah. So that was Thai Thai martial arts. Yeah. Um, and just unbelievable, bringing out the elbows and the knees and 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 the and the camera tended to stay on him a lot longer than some of the others, like the Van Dams of the world, yes? Yeah, because they could actually do it. Because they could actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and well, amazing, amazing. And he did um, uh, The Protector. You remember? Yeah. It was yeah, actually yeah, yeah. filmed in Sydney. Yeah. Not a great Not film. Not a great movie. But, but some really, really good martial yes. arts. And there was a one shot, if you remember, where he fights Up all the, the way building? up the stairs, yeah, yeah, around this round staircase. Yeah, right. It goes for about 10 minutes. And it's one of the best fights. Oh, we have to seen. maybe do a, a homage because yeah. it's been ages since I've watched uh, On Back and Two and uh, any of Tony Jaa stuff. But yeah, like absolute brilliance. And the poor guy is now, um, you know, obviously got a lot of money, and now he's uh, not doing so got well. Off the, yeah. off the rails, yeah, anyway. as they all did. But um, yeah, just pure skill, gymnastics just, and oh, speed. And, yeah, it was a combination of gymnastics yeah. and martial arts. It was fantastic. Something I wished I could always do. But then uh, our one of our favourites, which we were a little surprise package, right? Mm. Dale! And Dale, Dale too! <laughs> so what we just said <laughs> is The Raid and The Raid 2. <laughs> now, this guy, this is a Filipino, yeah? Yeah. 
Iko. Yeah, Iko uh, Ura. Ura. How do you pronounce it? Uais. Uais, yeah. Man, Rama. dude. Oh, my gosh. Rama. Like, come on. Those fight scenes are, mate. Yeah. Arguably, and this, I want to have this conversation right here in this room right now, best fight scenes. But the Raid 2, in my opinion, has one of my favorite top five, mm-hmm. my top five, favorite fight scenes of all time on cinema. And, and I want to say fight scene, which mem- one? Well, I know, three right? In there, right? I know. <laughs> but go. There's tell me one which one. that I just, I just, I just you love it. Head. Which one? It's the one where he, um, where the, he fights the the main villain dude, in the long hair, you know, the master, um, in um, the kitchen. Yeah. And he finally kills him. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Oh. Just yeah. unbelievable. And just the fight to get there. Yeah, <laughs> when he comes through yeah. the garage, <laughs> just that's right. the stunt work from all these guys. Remember, like this. Oh, well, that's the it. thing. Like they don't have OHS in Thailand or Philippines, right? <laughs> these so these poor guys themselves. are just jumping over, <laughs> la- landing on their heads yeah. from three stories. <laughs> ah, that hurt you. Just shut up. We haven't cut yet. <laughs> you still oh. lie still. Fuck, we haven't cut. <laughs> And make the bleeding stop. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I know it's a broken arm. You, you'll be okay. Oh, my uh. God. Yeah. <laughs> but insane. Oh. Insane. Like, how much fun. It's not for everyone. But Oh, oh how it's not much for everyone. Fun. No, no. Uh, no what about the uh, opening scene of Raid 2 in the, in the jail or whatever in the mud? The mud fight. Oh. Oh. Yeah. It's incessant, that movie. In, remember, it just it starts and then you just go, oh, my God, like it's an onslaught. Well, a of... lot of people call Raid 2 the, like the godfather of, of martial arts films. Mm. And, you know, I mean, although it's some parts are maybe a little bit slow because they do stretch it out, yeah. maybe a little bit more than what they yeah. need to. Yeah. But you put those martial arts scenes together, oh, my gosh, you don't really see a lot out, better. Out of a two-hour movie, it's an hour and 30 minutes of... <laughs> What's that? Just pull on fine. The guy must have been exhausted. <laughs> well, and that was day one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm so tired. I'll do my little rest. Get back to your box. Yeah, uh, it just starts from the prison, remember? Just... Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. I thought they were just... Brilliant. Now, there's a film coming out this year. Mm. It's a DTV, I think, that has Tony Jaa and Uro in there as well. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and maybe even like Scott Atkins and who's, to, you know, the American martial yeah, artist of today. Yeah. Oh, oh, Michael Dudikoff. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you remember him? So I grew up on Michael Dudikoff. Oh, I know. It was right? probably before I did martial arts, I yeah. think. Or maybe I was just starting out. But oh, I loved him. Yeah. Do but, you remember no. uh, <laughs> Kusuji, the ninja, right? So then the American yeah. Ninja was a spin-off from that. But yes, remember right. the first... It was the white ninja versus the black yes, ninja, right? And yes. it was, I can't remember the, the white guy's name. Uh, it'll come to me later. But they were very, oh, to me, it was almost like a spin off of the. So Eric Van Lustbader wrote these books um, called The again? Ninja and the Miko, uh, which was a Nicholas Linear series, which were hey, just. Hey, guys, all coming out. Oh, they're just fantastic, man. He's a hard writer to read because he gets, he spins off and he's very verbose on government issues in a martial arts book, but still. It's um, what a great man! I, well, I must have watched that five thousand. You did it! You did it! You just did it! You just lost a point. Oh come that on! That was not even worth it. I thought I that, did that really well. No, nah, no. Nah. 
No, you didn't. You didn't leave it hanging. I'll let our viewers. Let I'll let our on. viewers I was judge. Just about to go off on an absolute. I'll let tirade. our viewers judge. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say it twice. No, it took me eighteen seconds to get it. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I've got ninja here. I'm just trying to look yeah. at who. So the first one is the ninja, I think it is, and there's the white. Who was the the white guy, and then the black guy? But anyway, um, Kusuji was playing the 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 black ninja, the the the. Naughty fella, and mm. then the, the white ninja was played by a Western guy. I can't remember his name, but anyway, uh, awesome books. If you get a chance to read, Robert, uh, sorry, uh, Eric Van Lustbader, they're very, very good, uh, and they should be a they should be a ninja series for sure. Okay, so I think. Um, Where were we? So obviously, we're talking about. So to me, going just slightly off topic there, what lends me for the incessant. Uh, capacity for violence and just a great watch, which is kind of off the mainstream scale, is John Wick. Oh, yeah. John Wick and John Wick 2, right? Well, so they're, they're like the Western version of The Raid for me. Yeah, Like yeah. just intense are, insanity they? and just boring. And the great thing about that is, you know, love or hate Keanu Reeves as an actor, he knows his martial arts. He's the worst he actor I've ever seen. Like, well, I, just, I think that's but, a bit of a... Well, he a is. Bit, he's a terrible actor, but he does some actor, roles right? he just lands in that you go, wow. He's made like, for it. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. A, you know? But and he, commits, he commits to this role like no The Matrix other. and that, and they're just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, point break, speed, Matrix, yeah. John Wick. Yeah. Like a glove. Yeah. Nailed it. I yeah, think. like yeah. a glove. Yeah, the one that I did. The what others. Devil. Devils. Or he's Johnny, he was Johnny Woods or whatever. Oh, mate. Was, you're talking about Al Pacino. Uh, oh, Al Pacino, yeah, oh, yeah. That's, what oh. was that? He, I can't remember. It's, was he? It's so Devil's bad, advocate. I can't remember what it was. Devil, Devil's, advocate. Devil's Advocate. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. I wanted to shoot myself when I saw that. <laughs> anyway, John Wick. Yeah, awesome. And again, it. long edits. Why? Because they can. Because mm. they, they actually know what Because he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Did you see him going through that... Uh, Shooting range yes. in real life. Like gunfire. He's, gunfire, oh, he's yeah. one of the. He was one of the fastest yeah. guys going yeah. through it, and he's not even a professional. He's yeah. an actor. They said he'd be fine for the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> mind-boggling, right? And he's done a number of martial arts now. Yeah, I feel like we're missing a martial art, or obviously Bruce Lee will park him maybe. Yeah. But are we missing anyone else there in the in the top kind of five six martial artists? I mean, have you seen any Scott Atkins films or not? Well, well, I have, but... What about Michael White? Michael J. White? He's pretty good. Yeah, no, I, I, not many of the other guys sort of um, do it for me necessarily. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, a, there's quite a few of them, right? But um, Billy Blanks or whatever his name was and a few others, mm. but no. Nah, I, I, I think we've nailed the guys that get there, get yeah. the attention. Um, so... A couple of other... So, I mean, you've got to talk about the master at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do we do that now? Because I do want to cover best fight scenes. Yeah. Okay. Just a couple, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, do you want to talk about Bruce Lee? Sure, we yeah. can do that. So uh, favourite um, Asian production Bruce Lee film? Uh, it would be a, so first one I saw, which was the second movie, but it was Way of the Dragon, right? I loved it. So that it. was my first movie too. Yeah, but it was the big boss was the, the first one. Right. So but it goes Big Boss, Way of the Dragon, the Dragon. Yeah. Fist, of Fury, Fist of Fury, and Game of Death he finished half, Death. but he didn't oh, okay. sort of release that, right? So then End of the Dragon was released. Yes. And then Game of Death. Which so there's a special spot there for both you and I for Way of the Dragon. 
Chuck, I, Chuck Norris. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And uh, well, it was the first time you really saw Bruce Lee. You'd heard a bit about him, right? And, you know, it's not my favourite. It's not my favourite Bruce Lee movie. And they've all got their, their components, right? But uh, it's probably that one. And, and Fist of Fury, I... I I think Fist of Fury is probably, probably the a, most watchable correct. Asian production. Asian production, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then Ends of the Dragon, well, that's just a, a masterpiece. Well, that, yeah, that's his, that's his pistol resistance, Opus, right? Yeah. And uh, so uh, the interesting thing with uh, the, 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 the thing that separates, you know, and, and I think it's been argued millions of times, but the thing that for me that separates Bruce Lee from everyone else, and you can go on for it. Like we're, I'm looking at this guy, Conor McLeod here, right? Just McGregor. Sort of, McGregor, sorry, Conor McGregor, looking at us right here. Um, And these guys are brilliant MMA martial artists, right? They just have it all nailed. But he was doing that 50 years ago. Yeah. 50 years ago. And was the... Was the well, he wrote the, the parent book. of it, right? He you know, and he was book. miles ahead of wherever he was. So you look at any martial artist that came up against him in so film doesn't do any favors as a martial artist. No. It makes you look slow, <laughs> it makes you look clunky. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it does, right? So if even if someone's really good, it makes them look a bit so you have to be exceptional to look great on film. Yeah. So these guys that look exceptional in a ring, they're great. Yeah. Right? But there's not many of them that do, right? Yeah. So he does, right? He look, he is just outstanding. His balance, his stance. Yeah. Boom. Mm. His stance, like his balance and, and weight <laughs> distribution. Nice to bring us back. He's second to none. But uh, but I've, I've looked at some of his real footage and, you know, they kept saying, oh, stay down the punches. and that But literally that guy, he his return from a punch is less than an eighth, of 124th frame. He returns his punch from the target back to his body for ready for his second one in less than one eight one one twenty fourth. Yeah, so I read because of that, because of the frames, they had actually had to slow some of that stuff down. Yeah, you can't. Just so you could see it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just insane. Crazy. It's just yeah. insane. Yeah, I used so to then it. the million dollar question is, how do you think someone like, well, not, how do you think Bruce Lee would go in modern UFC, for example? I think he'd be pound for pound the best fighter in the world. Yeah. There's no doubt about it because no one... Very few people. That's all he did. Yeah. That's all he did. And he was a thinker. He was a philosopher. Yeah. Yes. He was the. He's the fastest guy I've seen still to this day on film. Like his his kicks. So, you notice the MMA guys? They're bringing in the reverse side kicks and so like you know the low, low yes, side kicks and kicks, reverse yeah, yeah, leg, yeah, yeah, which yeah. he was doing fifty years ago. Yes. Everyone dropped it because they're shit. But oh yeah. no! All of a sudden now. Well, they don't look oh, pretty, right? Actually, they're effective. They're effective. And that's all he yeah, was worried about, right? Yeah. He wasn't even worried about how he looked. No, he worried not. about effect and interception. The quickest way to get from A to B and, yeah. and make the most amount of damage. Yeah. 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 So you watch him for there's a fight he did in the um, the Long Beach national international karate tournament, right? Whatever it is. And that's all he did, intercept, right? He's a counter puncher, he's like McGregor. Uh, McGregor, you know, that whole flow of like water. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you see him train. Yes. Uh kind of McGregor. And he just pick he does all the stuff that Lee used to do, right? Yeah. 50 yeah, years ago. He, yeah, but he's not. He's he's clumsier than Lee ever was. <clears throat> yeah. You watch Lee and his balance and stance and just, he's like fluid. Yeah. And that's, so you imagine him with today's training techniques, his sparring partners. Yeah, the, the science the, behind the, it. The science behind yeah. it, mate. He would be that much better than, he was a phenomenon, I think. Yeah. And so when you're talking, he was head and shoulders above anyone else back then. He'd be head and shoulders above now. Well, you know, I've got one thing in common with uh, Bruce Lee. Short. 
<laughs> Less than. Do you know, five. Sean gives me a lot Less of shit about five, that. Ten. Uh, Sean gives me a lot of shit about my height on this podcast. I don't need it from you. No, uh, the three percent body fat. <laughs> what on your dick? You'd have to zero off there, dude. Oh, had to be said. Yeah. Wouldn't you love it? Oh, no, man. So where have we gone? I mean, obviously. Have we bored people to death? No. Sure. No, of course not. This is, this is, this is it, man. Yeah. And now, um, I don't know how we managed to get onto martial arts. Funny that. Mm. But uh, we're always going to bring it back to that, right? Yeah. You can tell that Richard and I are very passionate about martial arts. Always have been. Uh, always will be, you know. Um what, what can I ask you then? Oh, let's step away from my side just for a sec. Couple yeah. of things. Two from on, on the, the whole. So Rocky. Mm-hmm. One, two, and three. Yes. Make like this guy up against. So there's a couple of things going on there and around. You know, making a stance or, or having a stance and that sort of stuff. You know, yes. whereas you've got Polycrates' pride and his arrogance and his "I'm going to win" <laughs> vibe, and this one, the, the young fella. Rocky fighting for, you know, the underdog. Oh, 100%. And all that sort of stuff. But it's great movies. My daughter was on the top steps of the uh, the Rocky stairs uh, last year when she went to America. Uh, where is that? Is that in Philly? Yeah, it yeah. would have to be, wouldn't it? Philly, yeah, yeah. Philadelphia, I think, no, I think so. I don't know. Um, yeah, and I was so jealous of that photo. Like, it was a <laughs> dream. Like, a big dream of mine. I'm sure yeah. yours, just to stand yeah. on the... I know, it's so iconic. I want to go to the island that Bruce Lee was on to the dragon. Yeah. So, um, then uh, the last one. What's your What's your favorite Rocky film? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. I think um, one and three. Yeah, not the one with Ivan Drago. No, no, no. uh, You've got you've got. Pardon me. You've got um, Rocky one because it was just Just, a great. Yeah. Just a great Great movie. Great drama. Yeah. And then the other B.A. Baracus, you can't beat. Clear fool! <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, Mr. That T. Was just, man. That was just Mr. T. Yeah, like he was you. scary as shit. He was man. scary as shit. Yeah. <laughs> I remember watching that quite young and I just uh, just loved it. I was My cousin and I watched that, and I know my cousin listens to this podcast actually. And uh, after the after watching Rocky 3, we were just running up the hallways, just punching how, the air. We felt so good. How inspirational. Oh, is it? so inspirational, right? Man. And. Yeah. yeah, we just wanted to do martial arts or, or fighting or boxing, and then you know we ended up. Um, and that's why I love. That's what I love about martial arts. It's always good versus evil, and it's a, the same playing field, but the good guy wins. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's just, and it's uplifting, and skill can get you there. Hard work can get you there. You know, yes. not some friggin' couple of bunch of you know, million guys with guns or whatever. But I just, yeah, <laughs> I think it's awesome. All right, best fight scenes. Want to do a round? Sure. Well, we've mentioned a couple already. Yeah, we've, we've, so we've, Rocky's we've, definitely one. Yeah. Uh, um, the Raid, too. We've mentioned a couple and The Raid. Yeah. A couple from there. Um, def- play story for Jackie Chan. The yep. uh, so, so the Bruce Lee stuff, right, for me, is yes. uh, you've got two from – so where he's underground with and going through just – a bunch of dudes uh, in, in the prison oh, cells. Oh, in um, Enter, Enter the, the Dragon. Dragon. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the the scene, the famous scene, I think, where they've got uh, where he's up against Bob Bob Shaw. I think it is. That's the oh, American in game. karate. Oh, in oh, game. in uh, Enter, Enter the Dragon. Yeah, and yeah. it's in the tournament. Yes, yes. And Bolo yes. goes, and he's like, 
And you're just <laughs> so like, oh my God. That down low faint and I straight and you say, oh my God, that's so fast. That's less than, you know what I mean? Like yeah. just insane. One of my favourites with Bruce, other, other than the ones you mentioned, would definitely be uh, the um, how he used, because I'd never seen this until this movie, Fist of Fury, Nunchucks. Yeah. In Fist of Fury. There was a dozen a couple of times. Yeah, but oh my God, there was that one scene, I think it was in a restaurant or whatever, or maybe his dojo. dojo. Yeah, dojo, sorry. The karate uh, dojo. Yeah, holy crap. Mm. Oh, just just takes out dudes everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. just amazing. Uh, what else I got? Uh, I would go with um, like a Mio. I know this is, I know this is choreographed and that, but I can't go past you know Bloodsport, in the you know the last fight in mm-hmm. Bloodsport. That mm-hmm. was pretty cool. I know it's you know a bit of dance with Van Damme, but it was still pretty cool. Um, oh, you mentioned earlier. Oh, what about what about um, Fight Club? Boom. Yeah. Uh, well, it's just bare knuckles. Yeah, ball, yeah. yeah. It's kind of, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it up there in my. So, you know, to me, it's so. Well, some of the some of the like in the born the third one. There's actually a very good martial mm. artist up against him. I don't know his name, unfortunately, but you know, very much you know that Muay Thai type. Yes. And 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 a lot of the um, jujitsu stuff, but. Uh, they edit it now. That was kind of over-edited because the guy knew what he was doing. It was only obviously Matt Damon that was sort of editing it for. But yes. it was kind of frustrates you a little bit because it was really good. Like yeah. it was some very good stuff there. Where well, they had to carry, he had to carry Matt. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah. but uh, no, I think, um, yeah, I, I, you can't go past well, the, the raid, yeah. End of the Dragon, Police Story and uh, Battle Creek Brawl for yes. some of Jackie Chan's. Uh, there's a there's a number of scenes in there that. Are oh, just you know who we haven't brilliant. mentioned? What about Jet Li? When no, he was doing yeah. Fist of Legend and those mm. earlier stuff, he was good. Yeah. Oh no, there's nothing wrong with Jet Li. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, there's some good scenes, but. What about something outside the box? I know you love this film. I think you do. I'm pretty sure you like the scene. Something just a bit different. What about Raiders of the Lost Ark? <laughs> you know where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> and he pulls out the gun to a knife fight. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great scene. Yeah, an awesome huh? scene, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you, bye. Yeah. The way Harrison Ford does that. Yeah, it's just so, so casual. casual you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't go out. I can't go through a podcast without mentioning um, Kill Bill. Yeah. The crazy 88. We haven't actually, it's funny. We've, mentioned, we've talked about martial arts for a lot. The crazy 88. Scene. Oh, man. I mean, come on. Wow. <laughs> and there's a lot of great martial arts scenes in that, but Crazy 88 is off the wall. Mm. Yeah, and fun. Yeah. Um, so, f- and I'd like to sort of, you know, you say, oh, Richard, you're such a f- fan of, you know, the katana and Japanese yes. sword, right? There's got to be some great sword play. Play, right? Yep. So, and there are. There's a lot of those, the Toichi and the, you know, the old Japanese movies, but they're all very, very choreographed. There's one movie, and I cannot, you, you gave me the, I think it was a, you know, one of those um, uh, white demo discs, discs yeah, that yeah, was yeah. from some random, screener. yeah, some unheard of sort of, you know. But anyway, yep. it was a screener, and uh, it was about a samurai swordsman that ended up committing suicide, right? But it was about his his journey, and there was one fight scene in it where, uh, so do you know the art uh, Aido? 
Yeah, which is the yeah. drawing, the yes. sword drawing and cut. Yeah, which so, you did for a bit. Yeah, correct. So, yeah, yeah. so when you in in Edo, Japan, so between the sixteen hundreds, it became more. Oh, so around, this is where I should have fallen asleep. Yes, in this part, this would have been perfect, yeah, right? Sorry. So you just I've see, lost it. so you, yeah. you're gone with the minus one. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, in, I'm gone with that. Yeah, in, in the, the video, became yeah. so the way that they drew the katana and that sort of stuff. It was very much about uh, single strike. So whoever was fastest on the strike, you're going to win because you, in a sword, it's not choreographed like that. If yeah. you're fast, you, you, yeah, it you, touches the other you, guy dead, you lose right? a limb. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was this one, just this one <laughs> shot. So you can't say it's the greatest scene. Well, you can. You can't say it's the greatest martial arts scene, but honestly, this guy does this draw and cut on this, just randomly in this fight, that is absolutely insane, real-time, uncut, edited version. Just And I just watched it 50 times in a row. Yeah. Going, and you can that appreciate that. because, And you can see his wrists were massive. Like he'd been doing sword play his whole life. So the guy was... the. And that to me just it was it was it lasted half a second, but it was wow. one of the best fight scenes with the sword. Yeah, well, they're right? real, and you can appreciate <laughs> that because I, I remember when you were doing it, you know, that um, what you do in in a two hour lesson was just like so uh, micro. Yes, in the movement. Yes, and you do it fifty times. Yes, yeah. yes, because yeah. that's it's yeah. all about Correct. getting that one thing right. Strength, balance, and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Stance, yeah. repetition, Her stance. <laughs> I see what you did see there. What you did there. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to go somewhere different. You know, yeah. um, I love this movie so much, and it's a f- there's some great fight scenes in this. I don't know whether I'm positive you've seen it. I reckon you, you like it, and it's Patrick Swayze in <laughs> Roadhouse. <laughs> there's some great brawls in that. Yeah. Remember when you know he's he's knocking the knees down and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah I know that Patrick's probably not the best martial artist ever. No, he's a dancer. He's a dancer, he's right? Hundred percent. Right? Yeah. But how good were those choreographed fights? Oh. As far as like an entertainment value, right? Back then, we so uh, the age when we were when we were watching it, they were great. Yes, because that's all we like. Yeah, we were learning it ourselves, right? Yeah. So, yeah, we were discovering it, but yeah. Yeah, it's been, it's it, it has a, it has mentions right. It's one of some as some great fight scenes uh, in Roadhouse. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I'll go with you on that for sure. What, what else you got? Um, gee, we've talked a lot about martial arts. There we have. <laughs> well, we've um, we're up to two hours and twenty two minutes on yeah. the nose. So, <laughs> so the only the last movie I want to mention around fighting or stand taking is uh, Cinderella Man. Oh, no. So now, okay, I've seen that twice, but a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. Have you seen that recently? Yeah. How's it go? Yeah. It's great. Because yeah. it's, it's a, I think it's a really strong movie. Oh, I think it's a great movie. I think but it's it just awesome. kind of has been lost a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I know. You know? And, and uh, I just, yeah, it just sort of crops into my head every now and then as a movie. You go, you know what? It's kind of underrated, but yeah. actually, I really Ron I like Howard, the whole premise of it. Of it and Russell Crowe. To me, it's a guy that's just fighting for his family, really. Mm. And he goes through hell. And to me, that's, you know what I mean? That's what that word is, right? Making a stance around. You you liked uh, The Hurricane? What's that? With Denzel Washington. What that? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> the Hurricane. Yeah. It's a boxing movie, same thing. Yeah, have I seen it? Oh, I'm sure you have. No, I must have. If you haven't, you should. Yeah, clearly I didn't like it that much. What about, um, <clears throat> speaking of Rocky. Yeah. What about Creed? Some of the boxing liked it. fight scenes mm. in Creed were very, very good. Now, there was a second fight in Creed where it goes for two rounds, I believe it is, maybe two rounds, yeah. And the camera follows 
the main guy, um, Jordan, mm. Michael B. Jordan, and I thought when I watched it, I thought, oh, that's one shot. But they've just creatively edited that, like in transitions, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, which they yeah. do so well today. Yeah, yeah. I I then looked up, I looked it up later on. That was actually one shot, not an edit. There was no trick edits yeah, right. in there at all. Yeah. Yes, you should go back yeah, and watch good. that. Yeah, I will. I will, mate. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty incredible. I will go have a look at that. All right, so are we done with uh, the bucket? Or yeah, and the only else? other thing I want to call out from the, which I think along the 300, the stance, which is a different sort of approach to it, is Avatar. And this is talking Avatar. about, this is talking about the, the underdog against the might of the military machine, you know what I mean? And oh, yeah. Cameron I mean, does that quite Cam- well, right? Cameron does that very well. <laughs> it's his little flag. It's every, yeah, That's it's every stance. story. Yeah, That's it is. his yeah, stance, yeah. right? Yeah. The might of the military machine brought out and be underdone by, you know, either nature or... It'd be the... interesting to see how Avatar 2, 3, 4 and 5 oh, I are. Can't, I can't. I'm very excited about yeah. it. I really am. He's doing. He's been talking about these, uh, this groundbreaking motion capture that he's doing underwater. Mm. Because okay. obviously Avatar 2 takes place in underwater yeah, right. or something, or a yeah. lot of underwater shots. Um, yeah, he's created this new technology. Or he just wants to make it really hard for everyone to stop. <laughs> Can't breathe, I dare you. What about Titanic? How do you draw that? Uh, yeah, no, no, I don't. Yeah. No, that's an exception to the rule. That's just a, that's just a, you know, that's a story, right? Yeah. But the abyss was the same sort of thing. It's, you know, the world on verge of nuclear war and then these alien race just stop, you know, like just stops the entire world because of this massive wave. What about one of our favourite films and you and I talk about all the time is True Lies. Who's that? What's that? True Lies. Yeah, don't know. (laughs) Jimmy Cameron. I love it. Uh, How funny was that when (laughs) (laughs) I'm Mabel Wynn. It's pathetic. <laughs> it's pathetic. Oh, how funny uh, was that? Oh, I loved that when it came out. I must have watched that 50. I can't watch it anymore. I can't watch it again. But Oh, right. Uh, oh, because I just did it to death. I yeah. literally must have watched that, you know. Sorry, moving away from the mic. Very unprofessional. Um, <laughs> you must have watched it 50 times. Yeah, right. Yeah, I loved it. I cool. thought it was so well, funny. John Arnold or whatever his name was. Oh, Tom, Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just his one-liners when Arnold Schwarzenegger would do his, you know. His looks and Tom Arnold go, yeah, whatever, man. Like, <laughs> right, well, I think um, I think it's time to wrap up. Now, we haven't heard from Sean, so he misses out, but I might call him during the week and see where he's at. And uh, Yeah, put him in post-production. Yeah, put him in post. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, mate, I can't thank you enough for coming up and joining me tonight. It's been something I've been wanting to do for six months and uh, finally it's my dreams of come to reality <laughs> we've talked shit for three hours yeah, we did yes. yeah. Yeah. what's different to every other Friday night we exactly right yeah, we exactly. just got to record it yeah? yeah so thank you man for coming hey, up hey pleasure man and, um, had, a, had a ball had a ball yeah and you know we'll, we'll keep that seat warm for you know 2020 21 yeah well, I don't know anything else to talk about so really yeah I'd give yeah. me three or four years so I can do some research <laughs> <laughs> unless we do martial arts yeah. part two <laughs> Well, that's it, guys, for another round of uh, two drunk guys off topic. Oh, cheers. Cheers. And, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed the episode. And uh, that's it for us tonight. Night-night. And ciao. (laughs) Thanks 
for listening to the podcast. If you like the show, why don't you head on down to Facebook or Instagram and look up Off Topic with Two Drunk Guys. You'll find us there. We're going to be throwing out some extra content. Or if you just want to have a general chat, write to us to let us know how you feel about the show or any suggestions. Why don't you email us at twodrunkguysofftopic at gmail.com. Oh, look at that. Emails already. And so as not to forget, Facebook, Instagram, Off Topic with Two Drunk Guys. See you next week. Wait, wait, wait. You forgot Shane Bassett, our movie extraordinaire and all-round nice guy. He's our in-house movie critic. You can reach him on Twitter and Insta at movie underscore analyst. <laughs>